0: On this week's installment of the 608 Sports Podcast, we preview the college basketball season and give you guys our favorites to take it home come March. We discuss the college football playoff and the biggest games of college football from the past week. We recap NFL, preview the games to watch for next week. Finally, we wrap it up with bums and breakouts, followed by the top five of the week and our take of the week. Okay, let's get into it. A snap of Super Bowl, 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. Case on a deep drop, steps up in the pocket, he'll fire to the right side, caught by Diggs, Stay oh, got oh my god, oh my god, 30, no K. touchdown! touchdown. Oh. Are you it's kidding like me? A it's a Minneapolis miracle! No Step on Diggs, and the Minnesota oh my Vikings my. have lost off on the New Orleans 30, 35, explodes midfield. A chance to return the opening kickoff for six. He'll take it to the house. And the Wisconsin
1: Badgers have made it to Monday night. They'll play for all of it. They'll play for the national championship. All will be NBA, NBA play. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks elect Giannis Adetokounmpo throws it up for eight shot blocked
0: by Antetokounmpo knocked away and stolen by holiday Phoenix has to foul and
1: Antetokounmpo throws it down
0: it's over the Bucks have done it the long wait has ended after a half century the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions
1: once again Welcome to this week's episode. Today is Wednesday, November 10th. To get things started, we wanted to give a huge shout-out to the Dells football boys as their season unfortunately came to an end Friday night. We also wanted to give an additional thank you to Coach Yankee for coming on the podcast last week, and we hope that we aren't like the Manning broadcast and become a curse for guests. Anyways, one last congratulations to the Dells boys. It was a hell of a run, and the city is super proud of each and every one of you. Uh, To get things started this week, we're going to talk about some college hoops. Um, What a great time of year we're in. NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, NCAA women's volleyball, college hockey, and now just around the corner, college basketball. So we figured it's a good time um, probably to preview college basketball a little bit. So Soy's going to give you guys the top 10 teams coming into this season first.
0: Um, So preseason rankings, um, I know the game happened last night or people played yesterday, but we kind of, you know, yeah, just doing it after. Um, So number one team, preseason, Gonzaga, number two, UCLA, number three, Kansas, four, Villanova, five, Texas, six, Michigan, seven, Purdue, eight, Baylor, nine, Duke, and 10, Kentucky to round out the top ten.
1: So I also have the top 10 written down, but I also added in the odds. So some of the odds are different um, comparing to who's first, who's second. Uh, So the number one team to take it home in March is Gonzaga at plus 700, uh, followed by UCLA at plus 1,200, and then Duke, Nova, and Texas all tied at 1,400. Sorry, I missed Michigan. They're actually the second favorites. My fault. Michigan is plus 1,000, second favorite. So then it's um, UCLA at three, and then Nova, Texas, Duke tied at four, uh, and then Purdue and Kentucky in the top ten. So you've got Gonzaga as a heavy favorite, Michigan, and then uh, UCLA for the top three.
0: Yep, um, so we're pretty much going to go team by team, uh, just one through ten. We'll try and keep it a little bit short, but just kind of a preview of what to look for. Uh, so we'll start with number one, Gonzaga. Um, obviously, a letdown last year in the national championship. Uh, they return Drew Timmy, uh, Aaron Nemhard, Returners, they add Chet Holmgren, who's obviously a five-star. If you've watched high school basketball or know anything about college basketball, you know who he is. Uh, another guy I slept on, another five-star recruit, Hunter Salas. Salas, not sure. I believe he's from Omaha, um, another great player. Um, they are the favorite, uh, but they were the favorite last year, too, so you don't really know. but
1: Maybe they're on a revenge tour this yeah. year. So You never know how that goes. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but they're definitely going to be there. Yep. They're going to be there come March. They're going to be there all season. So
0: yep, They're led by two senior guards, too. I think that really helps. Uh, Aaron Nembhard's been around the program four years. He's had to sit behind some... Obviously, sat not behind Jalen Suggs last year, but was kind of the second man to him. So I think he's gonna have a really good year. And Drew Timmy should be the favorite twin player of the year, and he's a outstanding, outstanding player. Um, I'm not sure how his game correlates to NBA, uh, but phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal of, NBA player. Yeah, I mean NCAA, college player. Yeah, yeah.
1: kind of like Frank Kaminsky. Or Pretty something much, like yeah. That. Yeah, just an absolute dominant force. And our Christian yeah. Leitner is another one. Yeah, um, some guys like that. But yeah, Timmy. Uh, heavy favorite at plus four fifty. I think the next guy is like twelve hundred. Yeah. Um. will be Travion, who we'll talk about. Yep. Johnny Juzang, and then Paolo. Yep. So.
0: Um. And then just another note on Gonzaga. Uh, we'll know right away. I do believe they are legit. Uh. But they play UCLA, Duke, and Alabama in the uh, their first couple games here. So they'll get a real test coming out the gates, and we'll see how they hang.
1: Yeah, it'll also be a good test for Duke, who is also going to be. talked about come the end you know come march they're coming in at nine but uh yeah so there's a lot to look you know early season basketball that could set up some rematches come march
0: yep and then so we'll move on Uh, number two ucla Uh, they return all five starters um i'm not as big on ucla as everyone else is just an
1: 11 seed last year right yeah
0: exactly and they return everyone (laughs) they lost four straight games before entering the tournament they didn't have that many impressive wins I mean, uh, every win in tournaments impressive. They played BYU, Albion Christian, and then Alabama. Um, So, I mean, I get the hype. Like I get everyone why they made a Final Four run, but they weren't that great last year. They just had a spectacular run. But I mean,
1: I think this is one of those like classic cases of overlooking um, seniority on a team or veteranism or whatever you want, however you want to say it. Like, yeah, they had a ton of experience. They made a sick run last year, but everybody needs to remember this is basically the exact same team as last year, and they were an 11 seed yeah. coming into the tournament. No,
0: yeah, so I just think two is like
1: way too
0: high, way too big of expectations. Uh, they're looking to win their first Pac 12 title since 2013. Right. Which is because UCLA is a UCLA. blue bud. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they returned Johnny Juzang, obviously, phenomenal player, and then uh, Tiger Campos, another guy to watch, uh, point guard he's crazy quick but so we'll see how ucla does um like i said they're matched up with gonzaga right away i believe that's on friday so see how it goes but
1: kansas three
0: kansas at three um they played last night got the win ochai abachi went ahead had like 30 he's really really good player uh jalen wilson who they were missing last week who actually might be their best player uh, they added Remy Martin, uh, Arizona State. Uh, he was projected Big Twelve, or he is projected Big Twelve Player of the Year. Had 19 points per game last year at Arizona State. But so they got a nice mix, big guys, guards. Um, yeah, they you know.
1: looked good last night too. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what Kentucky's going to do. Obviously, coming yeah. in at ten again, but you never really know. Yep.
0: Um, I know, and the one thing with uh, Kansas State is they won all those Big Twelve titles, but they've actually. Uh, for the second time in the last three years, the Jayhawks did not win the Big 12 title. So right. I think they're the favorites. I think they will win it this year, but they've been not as good as they have been Correct. last year. Yeah, right. I well, same same with Kentucky yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah.
1: There's a lot of teams that are supposed to be really good every yeah. year that haven't yeah. been so good. Lately. I mean, just because of all I mean, the history and, like, right.
0: you expect them.
1: Right. Nova, four.
0: Yep. Um, so they lose Jeremiah Robinson Earl to the NBA, uh, but they return Colin Gillespie, uh, senior guard. He'll be their leader. Um, he's coming off an injury. Um, I think he's playing right now. Uh, but they're just Villanova. I mean, they're gonna reload.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter who they Jay put out on
0: the floor. Like, um,
1: they always just have a really good system there. So it's like, yeah, it kind of doesn't matter who they have. Yeah,
0: they've won the Big East title the last seven out of the eight years. So. I mean, they lost to Baylor last year in the tournament, so Baylor was unreal last year.
1: Yeah, obviously, Winton.
0: You know, they're the team to be in the Big East. I think they will be for a very long time. Uh, But they returned four starters, um, and they're kind of disappointed. They didn't have Gillespie in that game last year against Baylor, so I think they come back looking for vengeance. Um, I think they'll be right up top five all year. So that's Villanova. All
1: right. Um, Five, Texas.
0: Um, so the big highlight for Texas is Chris Beard, who's at Texas Tech. Yeah. Went to Texas, pretty much brought all his staff with him, because Texas was bad, bad, bad for a while. Right. They were decent last year with Shaka. But, so now let's see if he can bring that winning tradition over to Texas. Uh, some of their guys that they lost, Greg Brown, NBA, Jericho Sims, NBA, Matt Coleman, uh, all solid role players. Uh, but then their new players coming in. Uh, The biggest one is Marcus Carr uh, from Minnesota. He's a senior this year. Um, He's always at the top of the scoring list in the Big Ten, and um, I don't – you know, defense in the Big Ten is a lot better than maybe the Big 12. Right. So he should be able to put up numbers. I think he'll be the leader. Uh, But I think Texas is legit, and I think they'll be right up there the rest of the year. Um, Obviously, we have to see him play and everything, but – I think they're a really, really good squad.
1: Yeah, college basketball is always hard to tell, like preseason, yeah, what's going to happen because mm-hmm. you can you can say all these things. Like, you can, like, UCLA. Yep, you know, they're really good. They're bringing everybody back yeah. from last year. They made a final four run, but, like, you don't know. You never yeah. know. College I have, basketball. Yeah,
0: I have my notes here, and it just says key new players and count it like seven transfers. So it's like, you don't know how those guys are going to mesh. You right. don't know. With this new, brand new system with Coach Beard, so right, we'll see, but I, they'd have the talent and everything to make a run at it.
1: Uh, so then you got, coming in at six, Michigan.
0: Yep. Uh, Joan Howard, second season um, as coach. He was a one seed last year, won the big first year. Yeah, um, I impressive. think he proved everyone that he can coach, obviously. Um, they lose Isaiah Livers, uh, Franz Wagner, Wagner to the NBA, uh, but they returned Hunter Dickinson, probably the best big man in the country, or one of the top three Uh, big men in the the country. Um, So they'll be heavy relying on him, but I think he's able to do it. Um, They had Isaiah Barnes, five-star freshman, uh, kind of a guard forward kind of kid. Uh, But Eli Brooks also returning for Michigan, but, yeah, they're absolutely loaded. Um, They're the favorite to win the Big Ten. Yeah, um, should be
1: heavy favorites. I think the Big Ten's kind of yeah. weak this year, so I think they should pretty much take care of business in the Big Ten. Obviously, Purdue is coming in at seven, but yeah, I think Michigan's much yeah. better team. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Purdue. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Purdue number seven. Um, they had a great season last year. Uh, they returned Trayvon Williams, who have we mentioned, um outstanding player. Uh, Jaden Ivey, who's a sophomore guard. He's a I think he's going to be a top five pick this year in the draft. Um, Big dude coming off the bench, Zach Eady. And they're just, they have, um, I know a lot of like the ESPN analysts are talking, they're really, really high in Purdue. They got size, they got guards, they got depth. So I think they're going to have a really, really nice squad.
1: Right. Uh, And then you got Baylor at eight.
0: Yep. um, Definitely, in my opinion, ranked way too high. Uh, They lost. Pretty much everyone, um, I mean, it's great they won the national championship, but that's the only reason they're number eight, I believe. You know, they lost Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, Mark Vettel. So, yeah, they lost I mean, their complete core. and
1: Yeah, their main guys. Yeah, Everybody that yeah. basically willed them to that so, championship last year is yeah, gone. I so. wouldn't have
0: too high of expectations if I was a Baylor fan. Right. But Scott Drew, he, yeah. can, he can coach. Yeah, for really, really sure. Coach.
1: And they're always going to be uh, tough defensively. Yeah, um, they're always going to play in your face, kind of lock you down, make yep. you kind of play out of your game. Uh, it just it depends. You know, they're going to have to have some people step up, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, so we'll see what happens there with Baylor. Yep. Uh, number nine, Duke.
0: Duke, um, only key. I guess they have a few uh, departed players. Matthew Hurt went to the draft. I didn't think he was spectacular he didn't do much last, last year. Anyways. But, uh, Jalen Johnson, obviously, hometown kid uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, G- I don't know how to say his last name. Brakefield transferred. He's a five-star kid. Uh, but they return a really good core, and then they have the number two recruit coming in, Paulo Banchero or Carroll.
1: Yeah, uh, he's nice. supposed to be He's in the top four for player of the year. Uh, I think he was like at – Plus 1,200, yeah, somewhere he's, in there. He's really good. And if
0: you watched the game last night, yeah, he's, yeah, before he's the real deal. Line, he's, he's legit.
1: The, yeah. I mean, he can score in all three levels. Yeah, he's I'd, just.
0: I think he'll go as number one pick in the draft.
1: I would not be surprised. No, I let's think you will. Let's just say that. I definitely would not be surprised.
0: Um, they also added Theo John, a uh, transfer for Marquette, uh big man. He came off the bench last night, but great rim protector. Uh, Mark Williams, sophomore center, really, really good last night. So I think Duke, they're back. Like, yeah, they had a couple years off there.
1: Yeah, but, they haven't been good for the last couple of years, and it's Coach K's. Coach K's farewell, uh, farewell tours, so. <laughs> so let's see what they can do with that. Maybe yeah. Duke goes out on top. Yeah. Coach K goes I'm, out on top. I mean, wouldn't be it's surprising. Not that it's definitely they, they they got the pieces. It's just it seems like Duke falls apart tournament time, uh, just because they always have new guys playing, but they have you know a few guys that have been in the program. Yeah, so. There's you know it just it is is Duke gonna have a you know some sort of veteran leader that sets up this yeah. year and the in the tournament is probably gonna be the biggest thing there, and then if they can stay healthy, yep. they definitely have the talent to get it done
0: and I just think all across college basketball, all those I think the the one in done era, obviously you have like your three or four kids, uh, Apollo one and Dunn kid, but like at Duke, especially like you're not getting Zions, Jason Tatums all those guys anymore you know what right. i'm saying like obviously they recruit tremendous players they get tremendous guys but the talent they had for those five to ten years was
1: unbelievable yeah so unbelievable and they should you know done what i'm saying though like it. there's yeah, no they,
0: jason tatum's walking through the door at duke anymore like,
1: right like they should have they should have done a lot more with the talent they yeah. had and now it's getting spread out a lot more it yeah. seems like um you know like memphis who we we're going to talk about a little bit um Yep. you know, there's a lot of recruits that are going other places nowadays. So yep. it, we'll see what Duke can do. Yep. Uh, and then rounding out the top ten we got Kentucky.
0: Yep, speaking of one and duns, Uh so obviously last year really not great. They're in NIT finished nine and sixteen overall. Uh they return they do return some guys. Uh they're actually pretty deep. Um so Davion Mintz, uh Jacob Toppin, which is always Toppin's brother, uh is really good. Uh but then a bunch of freshmen. Ty Ty Washington is the main one coming in Uh, but again Ty Ty will probably go to the draft but all these other guys I mean I think they got to stay another year and it's been happening with Kentucky and all these guys think they can leave early right and then they're in the G League or they're overseas or they're not playing like at all so it's like I think people are really starting to think like obviously go get the check right or they come out of high school they think they're they can play a shit college Well they've always and then go grown win. up they've always yeah. grown up
1: the best player and yeah. you know around them, and there's yeah. a lot of that now where I'm the best player around me, and I'm gonna yeah. do whatever, and I'm gonna go to the league and yeah. I'm gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, no, that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of guys now in the NBA that are playing, they were two year, three year guys. Like yeah. Grayson Allen is gonna probably play a really big role for the Bucks this yeah. year, and he was there for a few years. Yeah. He was you know he's a high, highly recruited player coming out of high school, but it it seems to pay off a lot yeah. for these guys to stay, and it's it, it seems to be the problem Kentucky's running into. They're getting all these guys, and then they're they're going to the league right away, and it's just not not working out. So
0: absolutely. Um then another note on Kentucky: uh, Kellen Grady, who was a transfer from Davidson, scored like two thousand points in his career at Davidson. He lit it up last night. Well, not lit it up, but he shot a pretty butter ball yeah i would say (laughs) yeah they also got cj frederick from iowa he's hurt right now also a bucket i don't know how much playing time he'll get right but he's not a good player
1: yeah so the top 10 i think is probably where uh the title contenders are going to come from if i had to say i know it's hard to say with college basketball always um but it just seems like the top 10 is pretty loaded uh, I don't know that Baylor belongs in the top ten like you said. Yeah. Um, but they're obviously coming off national championship and you never know what happens there. Obviously looking to repeat. Uh Gonzaga going for a revenge run. Um and then Memphis is the only team outside of the top ten that I like kinda look you know, looked yeah. at and it's they they've got some recruits the past couple of years Yeah. looking to build a real program there, yep. so look out for them, come tournament yep. time.
0: Yeah, Imani Bates. He's there right now. He's not draft eligible next year. Right. Yeah, because he enrolled early, like a right. full year early. Yeah. Had like 20 last night. Right. He's a freak. Yeah. So yeah. they, I mean, they have, <laughs> but,
1: I think they had the number one recruiting class for, what was it, yeah. 2021 or yeah. it was that 20?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure.
1: Um, But, yeah, so they've got a lot of talent there in Memphis, so that's a team to look for outside the top 10. Yep.
0: Um, Just a couple of other notes um, outside the top 10. Alabama at 14 I think is a really, really good team. Nate Oates, a great coach from Watertown, Wisconsin. Oh,
1: shit. I don't
0: know if you knew that. I did not know that. Uh, J.D. Davidson, uh, five-star recruit, uh, crazy athlete. And then uh, Javon Quinterly, uh, the creator of the Jelly Fam, Nice. That was him. Nice transfer from Villanova. Couldn't take the heat, but he's because he can't play defense. But right. I think Nate, o, Nate Oates got into him a little bit. Uh, I think they're a really, really good team. Uh, Ohio State checks in at 17. Um, I made this before their game last night, where they almost <laughs> lost to Akron. But I think they're the third best team in the Big Ten. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the top 15 all year. Um, EJ Liddell wouldn't be surprised if he won uh, Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, Kyle Young comes back big dude with the yep. sleeve seems like he's been there forever yep and then the other team um again i wrote this before last night virginia comes in at 25 um and that's basically just because of virginia they did lose last night but my point was they're 25 right now but they're not gonna be ranked very long because they're not great they only got the ranking because of virginia they got a lot of a lot of work to do right but yeah yeah that's that's about all i got for college basketball just some notes but uh and then our team yeah
1: do you want to make a do you want to make a statement do you want to say who you think's gonna take it home in march
0: uh my pick right now i guess yeah i'm gonna go with michigan michigan i think michigan brings it home this year
1: so i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm a duke homie you know this (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna say duke's gonna bring it home for coach k that'd be be pretty sick he's gonna walk it off, he's gonna go out a champion. Um I just think that they they got the guys to do it this year. Um obviously last night was a really good look at what Duke yeah. can be and no, who they yeah. are. Um it seems to be like they kind of other teams in the past the past couple of years that they have, you know, not been that great. Yeah. Um they didn't look that great in the champions classic. And last night, I think Duke looked pretty damn good. Yeah, they, they can't rebound the ball right now, but that'll no, come. No, yeah. Um, well, ju-
0: that dude from Kentucky was an absolute beast. Dude. Right.
1: Um. So I just think I I, I just think that uh, coach is gonna actually get these boys into shape, make them play some defense this yeah, no. year. Uh. But yeah, that's where they I'm definitely
0: at. looked the part last night. I know we haven't seen some teams, but right. I mean, it's hard to argue from what I saw last night and maybe what you guys saw last night as well.
1: Right. Yep. All right, so the last thing before we wrap up college basketball, we want to talk about the Badgers, both Badger boys. Um, So coming in, at uh, projected to finish 10th in the Big Ten, which is brutal. Um, I
0: mean, it's fair, though. Yeah. It's fair.
1: Just looking at the team, um, (laughs) don't really have much scoring ability. I mean, Brad can score the ball. Yeah.
0: um, But... Johnny can score the ball. Yeah. He'll be our leading scorer. Yeah, Davis obviously. can
1: score the ball. Um, But we'll see. It'll yeah,
0: be... definitely a lot. This season, I mean, let's be honest, it probably won't be our season. We'll probably finish in the bottom half of the Big Ten unless guard, you know, has an incredible season. But it's something to look forward to from the future for sure. There's so many freshmen, sophomores, um, a lot of freshmen. So I think not a rebuilding year because we don't like – is, well, we, you know,
1: not necessarily. Like a it, rebuild, it definitely could be a rebuild, a foundation. Year, year. But they can also somehow piece it together yeah. and make a run. No, yeah. Like they're not a team that's incapable of making a run. No, they're going to
0: be. They'll hang around and right. I would, a I mean, lot of games.
1: I mean, they definitely like. I'm it's not going to say that they're going to beat Purdue gonna or they're yeah. going to beat Michigan, but like yeah. they definitely have a chance to beat them. Like they yeah. can hang around. They yeah. can play some defense. And if they
0: beat the teams they're supposed to in the Big Ten. Right, and then would be f- just fine. And then
1: make teams play their game of basketball; yep. they have a shot. So I don't know, I
0: don't, badger fans, and probably goes for everyone. But just like, oh, we're so shitty. Like, we lost a couple games, or like, guard sucks. It's like, give them give them a chance at least. Like right. a bunch of newcomers. You know, not everything's as bad as it seems. It's right, pretty much. Like it could be a lot worse
1: for sure. All but, right, you got anything else college basketball wise? No. no? All right, so let's get into college football playoffs. Those rankings came out last night again. um, Not much going on here, obviously, in terms of the fact that there was, like, a third of the top 25 lost last week, but pretty much everybody just slid up.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, this this is how I would have it based on last week. Right. You know, if we're basing off last week, this is exactly what I would have, I think.
1: Right. Like, if you just slide everything up, pretty much, I mean... Uh the only things that kinda surprise me a bit and a lot of people are talking about it. Uh Michigan going ahead against uh, going ahead of Michigan State. Yeah. They just lost to Michigan State last week. I don't mm-hmm. or two weeks ago now, I guess. I don't know how you can do that really. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah.
0: Um I know they're saying it'll work itself out, but it's still like the premise. Right. Of like they were just the
1: number three in the country. Team in the country last week, yeah, and they just beat Michigan the yep. week before. Yep. Why? Why now are you gonna? I mean, you
0: lose to an unranked team, but now Purdue's ranked and they beat Iowa when they were number two in the country. So Correct. it's not like a horrible loss, right? By any like means. like I get Michigan like-
1: lost to Michigan State, who was a rank top ten ranked team, but it's also like okay, but they just beat. Then last or two weeks ago, they just beat now the number seven team in the country. Yeah, and then yeah they lost to the number twenty three team or whatever yeah. Purdue is. Yeah, didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, and then the other one for me was Oklahoma still getting no respect. I don't get it. Uh, I, mean, just I, any, I mean, I, I haven't played in. I mean, I get it, but anyone. they're f- they're nine and zero. Yeah. Um, if they're nine and zero and Cincy's eight and zero or whatever they are, I think yeah. they're eight and zero. Yeah. Uh, why is Oklahoma not ahead of Michigan and Michigan State yeah you're telling me Cincy's played more people than Oklahoma no, yeah. no no I'm sorry that's not fair at all it's not even close to accurate and yeah, I get that and since he just played in a tight one against Tulsa. Tulsa so I mean and they've played in tight games. All fucking
0: year, pretty much. Right.
1: The last two weeks, especially since the college football playoffs came out, they've yeah. been, I think, within 10 points both weeks. Yeah. So it's, I just don't get that one yeah. to me. But I guess they keep saying it's going to work itself out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. We'll but give them a little more respect than that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Anything else, college football rankings? Nope. All right. So let's get into the games. Um, so number one, Georgia played Missouri. Georgia went 143-6. to six. Yep. Uh, Again, they continued to roll. Yeah, defense. Georgia's is
0: defense is just
1: suffocating. Haven't let up more than like three touchdowns this year, I think. It's <laughs> something like that. Um, outside of that, I don't really have anything else to say about Georgia. No, They're just yeah, rolling.
0: I think it's Georgia and everyone else. else. Yep. Because yep. we saw Bama was... Didn't have a tight game. Had a tight game against LSU. Uh, I think they're a little vulnerable if they don't play at home. You know, if they're on a neutral side or away game. Yep. I mean, anything can happen. But, yeah, definitely Georgia than everyone else right now. Um, I don't think anyone would argue.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could see Georgia stumbling maybe. But, like, right now the way no, they're playing, yeah. it's just it's they're clear in a way, not even close, number one team. And then it's like – Four. I think it, it's like one, and then number four. I mean, I don't
0: know the exact stats, but I bet all Georgia starters right now on defense are going to the NFL.
1: <laughs> no shit, they should be. Yes. anyways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, which is insane.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, so let's move on, Bama LSU. We just talked about Bama a little bit. Yep. Uh, tight one against LSU. LSU jumped out to a seven nothing lead. Uh, Bama just kind of wore down a shittier opponent. Yeah. Um, ended up winning twenty to fourteen. Um, wasn't great game from Nama no. uh, again. I think they've played in uh, some games that they haven't looked that great. They're definitely yeah. vulnerable. Um, this was their first game in 34 straight, not scoring over 30 points, which is pretty insane yeah. as a stat, yeah. especially because, like, you picture the SEC once in a while, you run into those just straight defense games. Yeah it's pretty crazy that they've played three almost three seasons scoring 12 or 30 or more points Um, i know
0: yeah Uh, um just from lsu perspective if coach o or lsu lsu gets that win but they're already moving on from coach o it's like a shitty situation but like that's what's best which is kind of shitty but like yeah right you know i'm saying like if lsu would have won like
1: would have been pretty sick for Coach O, but then he's leaving. So. <laughs> yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. They're going to have to really get the right hire in yeah. here. I know they haven't looked good since Burrow left, but it's like that always know. happens, it seems like, for a lot of teams other than Bam.
0: But if I'm a Power 5 and I'm looking for Ed Coach, he's my first call. Right. This, the day he's done, right. he's going to get 20 phone calls Right. from big – Some pretty big-time schools, so it's like, but
1: it is what it is. I guess that's how it goes in the SEC. Yeah, but it's just like he brought you guys a national championship, and yeah, they maybe had like a year or two that they haven't looked good. But it's like they're still still competitive. Oh, and they're still in games. They just played Bama tight. You know, it's like I don't know. Um, It's cruel world down there. Right. Oregon, who is now the number four team in the country, against Washington, twenty-six. Three. Number three, sorry. Yeah, number three. three no, two. number four. Right?
0: No, Georgia, Bama, Oregon. Oh
1: yeah, you're right. They did slide them ahead. Um. Where was I? Uh, twenty-six, sixteen. Oregon again. Not that impressive. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
0: what's going on with these teams, man. Right, like.
1: They got to start I mean, I guess it people. seems
0: simple and everyone's coming for their head. Like, obviously, Washington or anyone that plays a top five team is going to get pumped up. But it's just like you're also a top five team, so you also have to
1: be know, pumped be, yeah. up. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Like, there's no gimmies in college football. Right. I mean, obviously, if you're playing a cupcake, but.
1: Right. But it's like.
0: In conference game, like, you're trying to make the college playoffs, you're trying to get in the final four, like.
1: Go roll somebody.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like, Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't have much on that game other than that. No, yeah, it was being, a tight one. but Not being all that impressive. Yep. Same thing goes for Cincy uh, against Tulsa, 28-20. Yeah,
0: same thing. Uh, right. Yeah, my freest money hit on that. Uh, it was a tight game. Uh, Cincy, I don't know, what at the end of the game, they fumbled at like, the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know. But I guess it's the same thing. Like You want to beat these teams so bad which is why I picked Tulsa. You want to beat these teams that you're supposed to beat by so many, you kind of push a little too hard. Right. So I think that might have to do something to something, do with yeah, it. Something to do with but it. Tulsa played him tough since he hasn't looked great since, I don't know,
1: They really haven't four or five weeks ago. Right, but they didn't even look that good then. They've just been beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Yeah, yeah they rolled some teams early, but it's like – I don't yeah. know. I just don't get since I still don't get since being over Oklahoma. Yeah. Like since he has played in three tight games in a row. Yeah. And Oklahoma has looked way better with Caleb Williams. Yeah. Uh, I think the bye week kind of hurt them this week. I think if yeah. Oklahoma plays this True. week and they yeah. roll somebody again, yeah. You might see something different. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. Since he just doesn't look impressive, so, and I don't think yeah, they should be Yeah. But since
0: beats. Notre Dame. Notre Dame clobbers Navy, and Navy's in a tight game with Cincy. So it's like. Right. I know it's a week by week basis kind of thing, matchups and that sort of thing, but like. Notre Dame's playing well too, and. So that was a big win for Cincy, obviously, but.
1: Right. I just don't I think that I think the biggest thing is Notre Dame has looked good. So I think it's just making Cincy look a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like why isn't the committee looking at the fact that they just played in a tight one against Navy when yep. yeah. Notre Dame rolled them, you know? I don't
0: know. I'd love to be in that room of the thirteen committee members. No shit, see just what... see
1: what's going on because it just like some of the things they do just don't make then, a whole lot of sense. I don't
0: know if you watched <laughs> Cause like obviously they send out the rankings and they put one guy out there to answer yeah. questions and he just completely fades, everything like the most. You know, just kind of takes their questions and kind of yeah rewords it or like yeah pushes pretty much them push on. yeah yeah right. you know, yeah like he's yeah. not giving a full straight answer yeah like, that
1: discussion took about thirty minutes yeah but they're arguing uh,
0: the same thing like
1: yeah what? we you know we were talking about it <laughs> and we ultimately just came to a decision it's yeah. like well what. What was the decision based on? Like, you know, yeah, you talked for 30 minutes. Well, what the hell did you talk about? Because clearly you came to the wrong answer, and I don't (laughs) get why. Um, The only game outside of uh, the top 10 other than um, the Badgers and um, whatever, Uh, we'll get to the Big Ten here in a second, but we kind of want to talk about the UNC Wake Forest game. Uh, Wake Forest was, what, 12? Wake Forest was
0: 9 at the time.
1: 9 at the time. Yes, So now they're twelve. Fifty-eight, fifty-five. UNC. What a fucking game that was! I watched the whole thing. Did you? I didn't watch much of it, but I kept looking at the score. No, one hundred and thirteen combined points, eleven hundred and sixty-one total yards, two hundred and thirty-seven penalty yards. Damn. Yeah, and then. 330 rushing yards for UNC. There was 66 first downs in the game and six rushing yeah, touchdowns for stop. UNC.
0: Well, don't I, I watched it pretty intently because I had the over 77. It went way over that. Yeah. But I then I was just so. checking the live score. It was up to like 106 at one point. Shut up. Yeah, it was insane. It was the highest I've ever seen.
1: And it still went over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, that was in like halfway through the fourth quarter. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, yeah, they were just going up and down the field. It was super exciting. Yeah. My no Wake came out on the wrong end.
1: So is the, the biggest stat to me was – There was 11 penalties for both teams for 119 yards and 118 (laughs) yards. I mean,
0: that's ridiculous. I mean, at least they're not favoring one side. Yeah, Yeah, both 11 11 penalties
1: and 118 (laughs) yards and 119 yards. There was only six punts in the game. There was 168 plays ran. Jesus Christ. Wake Forest had 90. UNC had 78.
0: I know. So how many plays, if there's that many plays, do they run? They probably run the to run the same play four or five times. Right. Your playbook isn't 140 deep. <laughs> 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 I don't think, anyways. Right.
1: Yeah, they had uh, UNC had, uh, let me do some quick math here, not my strongs, 49 rushes. He ran the ball 49 times and scored 58 Oh, points. yeah, that guy had, like, six touchdowns. Yeah, so it was uh, – He went off. Ty Chandler had 22 carries for 213 yards, uh, four touchdowns. And four then touchdowns. Sam Howell had 21 carries for 104 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, he ran the ball 21 times.
0: Yeah, he didn't because, obviously, he is a pretty well-thought-of uh, prospect. Yeah. He's just trying to run through guys. He don't. He ain't fucking sliding. <laughs> I literally watched the whole game. He would. He didn't slide one time. So love one that is that. those Hunter rushes. I love or that 100 out rushing arts. He literally didn't slide. <laughs> <laughs> but he would just like barrel over guys. Like, well, that's it solid. Was crazy. Good for
1: him. I yeah. like to see that bully ball.
0: But Wake, they can. No matter who they're playing, they put up points. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to stop anyone. But. <laughs> Well, they can score. Yeah,
1: fifty-eight, fifty-five, hundred and thirteen. Come I think points. them. It, not
0: obviously, they're not. They can't make the top four now, but that'll be a fun game. Whoever they play, yeah, in um, one of those other big bowls,
1: yeah. To so see them go like against like an against SCC a, like a SEC or a big, even a Big Ten, yeah. or you know somebody that can play some defense versus yeah. a team that doesn't, or like a. A not that great so yeah. or not so great offense like a big 10 would be really cool to see wake forest play a big 10 team who Very is like predominantly a defensive school and they don't score much on offense see what happens there um speaking of big 10 let's go on let's move on mission state purdue uh 40 to 29 purdue um sparty choke job i guess um I don't know, but Purdue was in control
0: the entire game. Yeah,
1: they just dominated.
0: Michigan State had to play Purdue's game, not the other way around. Yeah. Um, Purdue's got something for being top five teams. It's crazy. Well, I
1: just think it's just like a classic Big Ten. Yeah. You know, the Big Ten always cannibalizes itself, it seems like. You know, there's no chance ever, like – that two big 10 schools are going to get into the playoffs no. because of stuff like this. Yeah. It's just so hard to win in the big 10 every week. You could go play Rutgers, you might fucking be in a tight one, you're probably not going to like lose that game, no, but yeah. like there's so m- Northwestern, Illinois, Minnesota, yeah. you know, there's so many schools that could go out and beat you uh, if you don't and play like pride great-
0: themselves on that one upset right. per year like right right this like, especially if
1: they're having an off year. Like, Purdue's now 5-3, and three, so they're actually not that bad. Yeah. Um, but there's just, like, you know, like, Illinois has done it to the Badgers multiple times northwestern has done it to the badgers multiple times it's like when they're having an off year all they want to do is they circle one game yep. on the schedule and mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna go out and win Let's this fucking boys thing. Yeah. and then they do it you know it's <laughs> yeah. like it's this is the big 10 they continually cannibalize themselves i just it's gonna be so damn hard for the big 10 to get two teams yeah. in ever because of stuff like this yep
0: um we i need expansion
1: my freest money of the week did not hit. I was all over Michigan State, minus three. Uh, obviously, Vegas.
0: They ran hot. Vegas knows a lot. Yeah,
1: I mean, I saw that line. I was like, what is going on here? I probably should have known to stay away from it. But Purdue got hot. Uh, obviously, yeah. it just completely dominated them. So,
0: Just, you brought up Vegas. I meant to make this point. They had UNC minus two and a half. It's like. UNC was 4-4 four four at the time, playing a number nine team in the country. Yeah. And they did win by three, so it's just like, I don't know how Vegas 59. knows that, but holy, it's, right. it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, and then we've got Oklahoma er, Oklahoma State, Ohio State uh, Nebraska, 26-17 Ohio State. Um, again, Ohio State took care of big business in the Big Ten – yeah, uh, but didn't look great. No. Another one of those uh, didn't really look that good, but control their own destiny to walk their way to the playoffs. Just got to kind of keep chugging along when the games are supposed to. They got a couple big matchups coming up. So Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I think it was maybe a look ahead for Ohio State, and I always think, like, if they played them at home at 11 o'clock, yeah. they win by 30. Right. But you got to go to Lincoln, 11 o'clock game. Uh, the Nebraska fans are obviously fired up and everything, so but they pulled it out. Um, it was tight for a while, but
1: right, their biggest game of the year for Nebraska, really. Yeah, and, you know, it's just like stuff like that. Yeah, it, that's another thing. With that's how you
0: Ten. have to look at it. Like this is every team that you're playing's biggest game of the year. Right.
1: Like, and then it's eleven o'clock away. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's it's so hard to win in the Big Ten. I think yeah. it's just. Uh, and then wrapping up college football, uh, Badgers, Rutgers. 52-3, Scani, and my God, did we look pretty good.
0: Yeah, we really did. I Took mean, care
1: of business against a shitty Rutgers yeah. team. Um,
0: I mean, but Rutgers gave Michigan a game. Right. So it's like I'd we sub- had to go do it to them, But that is the Big Ten in yeah. a nutshell.
1: I mean, realistically. I um, mean,
0: it's just tough when, because obviously we like to run the ball. If you're up a lot, you just try and run the ball. Right. But they couldn't stop the run, so we got up to 52 points. Right. It's kind of shitty, but like if I we, mean, we should. Throw, I mean, throwing Mert's, the throwing the ball in the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> Mertz only threw 16 times. Perfect. Right. Like perfect. I mean, it's not like we ran it up on. It actually, had some. Dots I mean, we too. did run it up on them. I know, but
0: if they can't stop the run with our third string, run, fourth string running back, like what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. If you can't stop the run, you can't.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: But yeah, we played really, really well on him.
1: Martz had some good throws, but early in the first quarter when the game was still close, threw a pick in the red zone. I mean, got to stop doing stuff like that. 11 of 16, 240 yards. He threw three touchdowns. Um, But Braylon Allen is fucking gross. Yeah.
0: And he was. He didn't play he didn't play at the first quarter. I mean, he did, but he wasn't he was in future the feature back. Right. Right? He was Right. And then uh, Chat
1: and then Ches went down.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to be out next week.
1: Yeah. Um so we'll see what happens with the Badgers. I'm getting my hopes up again. Still controller on Destiny. Um we'll see play Minnesota last week. Who yeah. do we have this week? I don't even know. Northwestern. Northwestern this week. So yeah. that's usually the game that fucks us when we're looking good. So uh, hopefully we can get through Northwestern this week. Uh, the only other note I had was, uh, PJ Fleck got a seven-year extension at Minnesota.
0: It's absolutely absurd.
1: I don't get it at all.
0: I, I gotta talk to my dad about that. I don't know if he knows about that, but yeah, he's gonna be pissed. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get
1: it. I really don't get it.
0: Yeah, you lose the bowling green at home. You should have no. been fired on the spot.
1: Right. Unless I read it wrong, but I swear to God I saw that, and I'm like, why? No,
0: because I saw some stuff on Twitter, some funny stuff. Let me just double-check it. Like,
1: double check it yeah. But I, I, yeah, Fleck agrees to seven-year contract extension through 2028. Holy shit. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. He has a 32-21 and 21 record. I mean, that's I good, but it's like they haven't ever been good.
0: No. And they were ranked.
1: Like, they've been in the maybe... Then they, were,
0: they were just ranked. They were 5-1 or 6-1. They only had one loss all year to Bowling Green. They're ranked right outside the Badgers at 22 last week, I believe Minnesota was. And then lost at home in Illinois. Right. And then he immediately got the extension.
1: Hold on, let me... I want to just see where they finished since he's been there. He's been there five years. So, last year they finished... One, two, three, four in the West. Two years ago, they finished second in the West, and then fifth in the West, seventh in the West, and fifth in the West. Fucking. I mean, and so the, the second they tied. Yeah, they they tied <laughs> against <laughs> the. Who won it outright? They tied against the Badgers.
0: And they got the and they got the but the Badgers and they got won the, won the ring. head. Yeah.
1: But the Badgers won the head-to-head. They still yeah and then they still got a ring because yeah. for whatever reason they thought that they was cool.
0: outback bowls and big west 10 titles it's fucking <laughs> and then
1: that gets you a seven-year extension i guess
0: <laughs> well if it's that easy i might go into college football <laughs> you <college>. want to <laughs> throw some resumes out there maybe we should coach uh, yeah. some college football my god nah, he's a he's a good coach though he just don't have the talent
1: well isn't that part no, of being know, a college yeah. football coach though? Yeah, and he's
0: been there long enough to get his recruits in, but Yeah. I I, but it's just like who else are you gonna go get? I guess you know, like
1: I guess. I, I just I don't know. Yeah, same. But seven years though? Maybe yeah, sign him to a like a two time. year or yeah, three year a, so he can get a couple more recruits. I don't think is that class? even
0: like a thing in college football, all these contracts are like ten years. Yeah. Or like at least five. I guess. It's like
1: I guess. I don't yeah. I don't know. All right, Uh, we're going to move on to NFL here. All right, for the NFL, let's start with um, kind of like an injury report signing segment. We'll probably do every week just, you know, if there's any major injuries or stuff like that. Um, Not a ton going on this week other than Deshaun Jackson going to the Raiders. I think it's a big signing for them considering the loss of Henry Ruggs. They need a deep threat, some fast guy, get get the ball down the field a little bit for yep. Derek Carr to throw the ball to. Uh, so I think that's a big one for them. Uh, and then the biggest one of the week is obviously what's going on with LBJ. Uh, mm-hmm. Not really sure what's going to happen there. It sounds like he's leaning towards the Saints, which doesn't make a ton of sense because he said he wanted to go to a contender. Um, yeah, the Saints have looked good. I guess they just beat Tampa two weeks ago, but it's like – uh, they don't have a quarterback right yeah, now, and even right now. with their healthy quarterback, Jameis Winston, is that really the best option for him? I don't get it.
0: There, yeah, there might be something like everyone's talking about like behind the scenes of them bringing someone in, but I don't.
1: Who are they? I mean, they can't even... Uh, uh, Cam Newton? Deshaun? I, no, they can't because they can't trade for him. Unless oh, yeah. he, unless Houston were to cut him, yeah. there's Which, nothing they could do. Really, but I, I if you're yeah. Houston, you're not cutting them because no, yeah. if, if this are, comes back and he can play, out of it you can get a ton out of it. Yeah. Um. So I don't really get that. The other two teams on his list are obviously the Packers and the Chiefs. Uh, I think he would probably be a good fit for the Packers. Obviously, I think number so too. two to Devonte. Um. My only concern with OBJ coming there is just like where his head's at and what yeah. he's going to do, the locker room type thing. Uh, but I don't think it can hurt, especially if they could sign him for something. Uh, but I think
0: small. as long as he's happy, like, he would never be a problem in the locker room. Right. He's just been on shitty. Obviously, they're shitty in New York. Didn't have the best experience in Cleveland. Right. But because of the right situation, I think he's got his head on pretty straight. But it's just so frustrating being where you're not – where being where you don't want to be and then and uh, losing football used. games when you should be winning right. football games. So,
1: yeah. For sure I get that 100%. And I just don't understand, like, his list of top three teams is Saints, Packers, Chiefs. Like, there's only one contender, real contender there, and that's obviously the Packers. Like, the Chiefs are there, but they're just, like, they're not looking so good. And I don't think that he would get used as much on the Chiefs as he thinks he's going to get used. So it's like, I don't get it. Uh, I guess the only argument for the Saints is that he's their number one guy there. And it's not even close because Michael Thomas is shut down for the season. Yeah, Um, But he's got Trevor Simeon throwing him football, so how much better of a situation is that than Cleveland? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, moving on. You don't have anything else? No, no. All right. Uh, Thursday night, last Thursday night, Jets-Colts. Jets-Colts. 45-30 Colts. Colts. Uh, What a weird game. Yeah. really. Uh, Mike White got hurt early, so yeah, then with the injury. Jets were down to Josh Johnson, uh, their third string, and he actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he he moved the ball. They, I mean, they scored 30 points. What's
0: his name? Josh Johnson?
1: J- Josh Johnson, I think.
0: All right, if you're listening to this right now, don't Google it. Just guess where Josh Johnson went to college. <laughs> we had a big debate on it Thursday night because nobody knew, and if you know, I'd be very impressed uh, but just test yourself. Where did Josh Johnson, the third-string quarterback on the New York Jets football team, go to
1: college? <laughs> At the end of the NFL recap, I'll give you the answer. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, keep listening, and we'll give you the answer to where Josh <laughs> Johnson played college ball. Um, the other thing about um, this game, Jonathan Taylor continues to amaze that He went crazy. Is an absolute animal, yeah. and I love to see it. Um it, it just they they started to use him they used Heinz early um, a lot more than I expected them to obviously it happened to work out for them um, but I mean he went nuts 19 carries. <coughs> excuse me 19 carries 172 yards two touchdowns <laughs> um, including some big runs yeah there. yeah uh, and Carson looked yeah. all right. Twenty-two, at 30 272, and three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I mean we got good Carson this week. Next week, who knows? But might
1: be drunk Carson. Yeah, again.
0: but I mean the Colts put up forty-five if he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, so the yeah, Colts are good. He I mean. looked,
1: he looked like uh, in the slot Carson. Yeah, he was in the right drunk. When yeah, you, when you're throwing darts <laughs> yep, at the dartboard. Yep. you find your slot. He was in his slot last week. Um, but God knows what's gonna happen next week. You never know. That yep. guy's a loose cannon. Uh, anything else, there? No. Raiders-Giants, 23-16 Giants. Uh, this was a classic Derek Carr game, I would say, uh, you know, kind of playing down to his opponents. Yep. Losing to a team they shouldn't lose to through two picks. I
0: just think um, this was kind of bound to happen for the Raiders. I think they've. this is their third week with the new interim coach. Yep. That was he's the now third
1: and He's now 2-1. and one.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they played great the first two weeks with them, and then I think it's just bound to happen <laughs> right. at some point. Yeah, Maybe not against the Giants, but I think, you know, it's kind of expected they have a letdown game where it's like, okay, he is an interim coach. Like, we right. might not have everything figured out. So, 100%. I think that's just the case here. Daniel Jones... 110 passing yards, that's it. And they yeah, lost.
1: I had I had but, a note there, too. Didn't deserve to win this one, really, because no, yeah. Jones didn't look that great. I no, mean, he was yeah. 15 to 20, but he only threw 110 yards, and he didn't have any touchdowns. So. Um, and for whatever reason, it kind of seemed like the Raiders got away from using Kenyon again this week. I mean, mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown, but it's like the dude has been a monster for the last couple of weeks. Uh, they didn't use him in some spots that I think they should have. Uh, maybe that's a little biasness because he's on my no, fantasy yeah. team. But <laughs> yeah. I I think they've looked really good when they've used him yeah. where they should. and absolutely. They just didn't really this week. Yeah. Um, Falcons-Saints, 27-25 Falcons. Unexpected, I guess, for the Falcons to beat the Saints uh, this week just because they hit, are coming off I, a big I, win yeah, against Yeah, Simeon didn't even play that bad. No. Like he had two touchdowns, I think, no picks. I'm not sure on I don't that, believe I guess, he had a pick, so... Yeah, I mean, like it's just it was a weird game. I guess the Falcons looked all right. Yeah, um, that was
0: uh, Matt Ryan's forty-first comeback win. Yeah, which is pretty insane. He's
1: like tied for eight, or he's like at eight or he's something. At it's eight like or nine. with all a bunch of yeah, Hall but of if he always
0: has like two or three more, he's gonna be in the top five or and something.
1: It's like it's like Brady, Peyton, Joe. Yeah, like I think I I want to say Favre was up there. Yeah, like I, it's just all Hall of Famers. Yeah, and it's like Matt Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Matt Ryan will probably be a Hall of Famer when it's all said The and Falcons gone, are just
0: so confusing. Yeah. They're it's... the weirdest team in football. <laughs> they really are. They
1: could beat anybody, and then they could lose to anybody yeah. any week. And it's like, they're going to score 24 points a week, but it's whether that's good enough or not. Yeah. Then. It's, so, it's so strange. That's facts. Like, they're right around the 24-point range. Like... It, I would be amazed to see what the stat is like, what yeah. their average points is. Because if I had to guess, I don't pay it that much attention to the Falcons, but I'd say it's like right around twenty four points. It's like it seems like yeah, every week 21, right? 24 yeah, like somewhere in there, <laughs> right? Um, and then Bills, Jags, nine to six, fucking brutal Jaguars, uh, the weirdest fucking game I've ever watched. Yeah, Josh Allen beat Josh Allen. Yeah, forced the yeah. foot. Josh Allen turned over Josh Allen, Josh Allen turned over Josh Allen again. Uh, And then Josh Allen was obviously the MVP against Josh Allen. (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) Just too much to keep up.
1: I just, uh, I don't know. Um, Bill's Josh Allen looked pretty lost in this game, which made no sense.
0: He literally could be the MVP, but he makes a ton of mistakes. Like, he's going to win MVP at some point, but, man, he just makes, like, he tries to make these crazy plays, kind of like Carson was. I know, but it's not that extreme but it's not that bad. and not that often. But like, it still happens, and mm-hmm. like, that's why the Bills don't succeed sometimes. Right. But um, in my opinion, I still think the Bills can get to the Super Bowl. Yep, I really. I don't think, disagree there. Yeah, I don't. just because
1: their defense is so good and they have the weapons. And I just
0: offense. think, I don't know. Obviously, they'll get up for playoff games because it's big games, but. You know, we're playing the Jags. Yeah, it's, like a look ahead win, but it's a
1: look-ahead game. It's a look-ahead game. For sure. But they should have won that game. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no yeah. No, yeah. About
0: it. But um, I'm still pretty high in the Bills. I mean, yeah. they have three losses. Yeah. But I still like them a lot. I just
1: Well, my question I had written down is, like, does every team in the AFC suck? Like, <laughs> I mean, no, like, yeah. the Bills are the best team in the AFC probably still, but... How bad are the AFC yeah. teams? Like, it just seems like nobody wants to be atop of the AFC. Nobody wants to come yeah. out as the heavy favorite. Like, yeah. no, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence only threw for 118 yards.
1: Right. Like, it was just a disastrous game on both sides. And
0: I definitely didn't watch. But the Jags missed three kicks in a row. Um, I believe it was a 40-yarder. Uh, the first kick hit the upright. It was a false start. Got moved back. Uh, then they missed it again, but there was a run into the kicker. So they kicked it again, and then he missed it again.
1: <laughs> Dude, kickers suck this year. Oh, my gosh. Let's just say that.
0: It was just a funny funny stat. Like He literally missed it because it couldn't have been more than a 45-yarder, but he missed three 40-45-yarders 40, 40, in a row. It's right. just like, holy shit, man.
1: And apparently Urban's back. He's got two wins in the last yeah. four games. Yeah, fucking... Ever since he started That's not bad. Ever since he started going out to the bars and That's all you got to do. touching girls <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird game. Trevor Lawrence still fucking sucks. I don't I mean that it just doesn't look good.
0: Um, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of help. No. But. but
1: he makes some weird plays too. Yeah. Um All right. Moving on. Browns Bengals 41-16 Browns. No,
0: I think this is the weirdest game of the weekend.
1: True. I mean, I true. I really do think so. Maybe we jump the gun on the Bengals, though?
0: I, th- The Bengals have the DNA to be great, but the culture, they're not used to winning football games. <laughs> That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have the players, they know they can do it, but just, like, the culture of winning every week just doesn't Does doesn't well set the, in with them. With
1: the <laughs> like, Cincinnati Bengals?
0: I mean, it's a fair assessment. Like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> they have the guys, but it's just like, and that, I don't, how long has their coach been there?
1: I, I'm not even sure. Same. But I don't it's even just know who like, their head coach is. I, I, I didn't want to say it, but same. <laughs> <Completely>, like, <laughs> I'm not sure.
0: I don't, I don't know either. But it's just like, he might need a few more years, but it's just like, the, you know what I'm saying about the culture? It's just like, they, they could be good, they are good, but they just choose not to be good some weeks. <laughs>
1: Uh, their defense, who everyone was praising, didn't Head look good. coach of
0: Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> Zach Taylor.
1: Oh, I guess I might have known that. I still wouldn't have <laughs> uh, But Browns get their bounce back when they needed really bad. Um, yeah. Made Cincy's defense look terrible. Um, yeah. Baker kind of it's weird as it sounds continues to feed the narrative that he's better without lbj (laughs) i know it's crazy he's got better completion percentage better qbr more touchdowns the picks i mean yeah better win percent it's so weird but i guess uh i don't know
0: so cincinnati two weeks ago right they're the afc's number one seed this week they're bottom alone and alone in the last place alone in the afc north standings yeah that is crazy yeah
1: yeah, that's how bad the AFC is, though. That's I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else Browns Bengals? Bengals? Uh, just
0: like the first drive of the game for the Bengals, uh, Denzel Ward picked off Joe Burrow, 99-yard pick six. So I think that might have really changed things. You know, if they score there, they go up 7-0, things might have been different. Right. So I think after that first, I mean, you can't really come back from 99-yard nine <laughs> pick six. But, it's hard. You know, it's if, definitely if hard. If that doesn't happen, it might have been a better game. Right, I th- I probably would have been a better game, but that was just another side note
1: that. Yeah. True. For sure. But, um, Patriots Panthers twenty four six Pats. Yep. Darnold sucks. Yep, he had three
0: picks in the second half. Yeah, he's because it was fourteen to six, I believe, at the half, which isn't like a crazy thing to come back. But then three turnovers in the second half It's just
1: like man. And I was <laughs> saying, I think it was two weeks ago, I said. You know, they obviously need Christian McCaffrey back, but it didn't seem like he helped out either. I mean, they only scored six points. Uh, Darnold still turned the ball over. Um,
0: Well, the Pats' D is legit.
1: That's where I was going next. Uh, Pats' defense is extremely legit, and their offense is just doing what they're supposed to, keeping the defense off the field, scoring when they're supposed to. Um, I don't know. I definitely think that they're going to make a run at the playoffs. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, But, yeah, the defense is absolutely loaded. J.C. Jackson's a monster. Yeah. Uh, most picks since 2018 to, and, you know, since 2019, since 2020. Yeah. Uh, the dude is just lighting it up on the defensive side. He's a ball hawk. Um, that's just the Patriot way, I guess, yeah. getting it done. Yeah, and I
0: know we always talk about or everyone talks about, you know, Mac Jones being the right system everything but it's it really is so true like he only threw 18 passes he was 12 of 18 very efficient uh the pats backfield ran for 152 yards combined right so it's like that's what a young quarterback needs is the running backs have a good game but also a game plan because you know he has had games where he can throw it downfield all the time make completions right. but in games you can't throw the ball downfield or don't want to be able to hand the ball off and our backs get 150 yards makes it a lot easier on the quarterback so it's just like he really is in the perfect system. They do what they're supposed to every week, whether yep. it's running the ball or passing the ball. Like. Yep,
1: and I think it'll still be that way five years from now. Oh, yeah. Like when Mac Jones is still their quarterback and he's still really good, like, yeah. and all of a sudden he's really good. Yeah. Uh, but they'll they'll have a week where they play, you know, let's just say the Cowboys or whoever have, yeah. like, the best run defense in the league. Yeah. Well, he's going to throw the ball down the field. Then they go the next week and they're playing the Chiefs. Yeah. And they have the worst Pass defense in the league, well, then he's going to start throwing the ball down mm-hmm. the field. Like, I think it's always going to be like that Yeah, for Mac Jones. Which is the way it like, should be, but they right. run
0: it to the T perfectly. Huh? Yeah,
1: every single week. I mean, they just cross all their T's, dot all their I. Yep. I mean, it's just like it, the Patriots' way is really the Patriots' way, and they just get the job done. Yep. Um, Broncos, Cowboys. This might be the weirdest <laughs> game of the week. It's three in <laughs> a row, yeah. Um,. Thirty to sixteen, Denver. But really, it was, it was not even close. Not even close to that. No. Um, it was, I think, thirty to nothing at one point. Yeah. Right? Yes, it was. Yep. Yes. Um, the Cowboys, man, they just looked bad. Yeah. All together, on both sides of the ball. I mean, Broncos putting up thirty points on you. Um, that's not good. No. Uh, Dak did not look good at all no yeah he looked he lost I <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean does cooper rush win that game
0: no but not the way the broncos are playing that day but <laughs> broncos fired up about von miller you know had yeah. a show out
1: yeah i don't know it was just weird yeah um, i don't
0: i never would have
1: I, I guess you gotta give credit to the denver defense they played yeah. really good shut down probably the highest power offense in the league yeah. right now um, yeah yeah
0: uh, just lean into that. Uh, on their first two drives, the Cowboys they went for it. On their first two drives, fourth and one, didn't get either time.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, that's tough to stop. That.
0: Yeah, but it's also they could have been up six zero. Right. And then the game would have been completely different. Right. But people are so obsessed
1: with or not obsessed,
0: but you know what I'm analytical. saying?
1: Like, yeah, they're obsessed analytically. Like they want to kill
0: the Broncos. Maybe we go fourteen zero, but instead, you know, we. Give the ball back to him, and now they go score. So I think yeah. it's an Aussie. It's a problem Better one wants to go for it.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't seem. I it's mean, it's awesome.
0: It, it works out, but it man, it's just like let's just take the fun, let's just take the points in the first quarter. Let's right. feel the defense out. Let's get our points when we can, and then maybe second half when we know what they're doing, what yeah, they what it, they like to do, right. what we can do again. But let's just like right,
1: like let's say you know we're up. We're up 6 in the second half. Yeah. Now maybe let's go for it and we can put this game away right yeah. now, right? And I
0: mean, you handed off I don't know what they did on those two plays, but you would think, you know, I hand it off to Zeke twice, he's going to get a yard, but like Right.
1: Also, they had the weirdest punt drilling in history in that game.
0: I didn't see that.
1: It was like I don't even know. Um, but it was like a punt. It was it was touched it was blocked, but then it was touched by a Cowboys player, so then the Broncos recovered, covered, and the Broncos got to keep the ball. It was like the weirdest. I don't even know how to explain it. It was the craziest punt ruling I've ever seen. And me and my dad have had this debate for the longest time. The punt rulings change every week in the <laughs> NFL. Like, so if a player... Bats the ball out of the end zone. Yeah. Isn't that him, like, touching the ball down at the one, right? Like, if he jumps from the one, let's say.
0: If he jumps into the end zone and, and they bats the, the ball end back. Zone and
1: bats it back. Yeah. Where he left the field and batted the ball, he it should be down at the one, right? But no, then, like,. because you have
0: to have possession. Right. When you, but then sometimes that's people, you. That's they slap. But me. then
1: sometimes you don't. Yeah. Like,.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's so hard to explain, yeah. but like yeah. if you
1: watch, like when things get downed in the NFL, yeah, like sometimes they were they call it like, oh yeah, he had possession there, so now he's in the end zone, whatever. Or like, dude, it's just so hard to explain, but like the punting rules in the NFL are so effed up; like it doesn't even make sense.
0: I know, cause it's all for like safety, right? And all that like all that stuff, but just like There's you just so- need one common rule. <laughs> For the next 30 years and that's right. what we have to stick to
1: right or like it's just so weird because like sometimes they'll like like if they kick the ball and then it ends up going forward yeah and then they down it at the one shouldn't it be down over here yeah and sometimes yeah. it is and sometimes yeah. it's not and it's like i don't know yeah um all right vikings ravens soy 34 31 ravens I mean, I can't
0: be too mad. I mean, we lost to the Ravens at home. The offense played well enough to win. Uh, We got the turnover. Well, they went to overtime. We got a turnover, went three and out. But I don't know. I I mean, mean, it's a tough loss. We were up 24 to 10. 17 to
1: 3, too.
0: Yeah, and then Lamar went crazy, scored three times, or the Ravens scored three times in a row when we were up 24 to 10.
1: Uh, So I don't. Really know what to say. Um, again, they kind of forgot about Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he only I'm just had gonna three catches. He only had, he, had three catches. Right? The first drive they go down for 70 yards. Yep. <sighs> e- easy points. Yeah. 70 yard touchdown. And then he has two catches after that. It's like, know. why? I don't understand I don't it.
0: The schedule, yeah, and the schedule doesn't get any easier for the Vikings.
1: So the Ravens got their bounce back that they needed coming off the bye. Um, the Vikings did not fall the three and five. Yeah. I mean, is Zimmer on the hot seat yet? Uh, he be? if
0: you go on Vikings Twitter, yeah. But she's he... on the hot seat.
1: Yeah, but do you think he actually is?
0: I think so. I think he's got to be. I mean, it's very um, I don't know what the right word for it. We're a good three and five team.
1: <laughs> well, for sure, but you're still three and. Yeah,
0: five. I know. Yeah. And so. you've
1: blown some leads. You've won, lost yeah. some games that you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they lost to Cooper Rush yeah. and the Cowboys who just got dusted yeah. by the Broncos. I mean, it's like...
0: No, he's definitely on the hot seat. And
1: and they uh, continually forget about Justin Jefferson. Like, I just don't understand it.
0: Yeah, because he's like a defensive guy, so I don't think he has much to do with the offense. So maybe a new O or, or, or coordinator would do us justice, Yeah, but... I don't know. We're in football games. We just have to come out with a way to win at some point, and we just haven't been able to right. do that yet. We've literally been in every game. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, every single one of them.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, you've been ahead in a few of them too, blowing some leads. Brutal. i
0: When I, I would guess we've been up in all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah probably at some point. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Texans, Dolphins. Seventeen nine Dolphins. I want to just skip this one. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> no. uh, I had two ugly teams play an ugly yeah. game. Yeah. And then I had Tyrod really didn't help them. No. Twenty four. Yeah, Tua
0: of, didn't play. Correct.
1: Uh. Correct. Twenty four of forty three three picks. Why is
0: he throwing the ball forty three <laughs> times to no receivers? <laughs> <I don't
1: laughs> Who's he know.
0: supposed to throw to? I don't know. Danny Amendola.
1: <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, yeah, so that's about it for that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, nothing.
1: Uh, Chargers-Eagles, 27-24, Chargers.
0: Um, the Chargers, I don't think anyone would argue that they're not a great offensive team. They. What happened? No, they, 27 points is a lot. Right. I think they're a great offensive team, but the defense is brutal. They can't stop
1: True. anyone. True, that but that's
0: my only note. Is like they're gonna be able to score with anyone. It's just if the defense can hold up well, for right. even a possession or two.
1: But also, they need to quit going for on fourth down. I mean, like all I the time. Didn't really see that. Well, well I didn't. Yeah. So they had the ninety-eight yard drive that resulted in oh, zero yeah. points. Yeah, the
0: longest in NFL history, and you literally can't, can't get beat it, any it longer.
1: Correct. Cannot I, physically get any bit any longer.
0: It still won the game, so I'd be pretty pumped to be part of that stat. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just
1: like maybe just take some points once in a while. Like they shouldn't have – this game shouldn't have come down to a last-second field goal to win the game. And the
0: game went over from my last-week pick, but just knowing it. Okay. (laughs) On the last-second
1: field goal. (laughs) Well, it should have been over on the 98-yard drive. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I, I just The Chargers need to relax yeah. a little bit with that. But for the
0: Eagles, I mean, they literally give everything they can. They play – they do play hard, but it's just like they don't have the talent and they just simply can't get over the hump. It's like they're always going to be in games or they're down early, they come back, but they just never be able to get over the hump, and that's just like where they are. That's just what Eagles fans have to expect, I guess. Right. They're just not there yet. Right. A couple more pieces – yeah, I, I think they start winning those, col- maybe not winning those close games, but, right, you know. But I think they're starting to figure out they ran the ball for 175 yards between all the backs mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts. He only threw 17 passes. Yep. So, I mean, I think that's the formula.
1: Right. For sure it is. I, I agree. It just, it's kind of sucks for, like, fantasy football guys that yeah. drafted Miles Sanders early. Like, that's what they should have been doing the whole yeah. year, you know. Mm. um, But that's... It is what it is. I guess if you're an Eagles fan, there's always next year. Um, but they got, I mean, they'll figure it out, I think, eventually. Yeah, uh, they're just not there yet. I mean. They're just, yeah, right. They're just not not quite there. Um, so Packers, Chiefs, I don't really know what to say about this game. Obviously, Love didn't look that good. Um, not totally unexpected, really. I, I didn't expect I mean- him to come out and show, it, show up. Um, but against the chiefs probably is one of the easier opponents to play in your first game obviously except for it was at And Arrowhead. I feel like the
0: playbook was pretty open. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it wasn't for sure. like It was actually pretty it's not, like mind-boggling Jones had a shitty day. Yeah,
1: right. He should have ran all over them.
0: Um he should have been catching balls.
1: Right. And bailing
0: on the run. Cuz yep. the line was still there.
1: Yeah, and A.J. Dillon played pretty good in the first half, and then it's like they kind of like went away. But I
0: expected Jones to have like a huge day right? when you absolutely need him to. Right. I get the receivers. You know, Devontae didn't have a great game. Right. But, you know, you might expect that. But running back, handing it off to him, that's the easiest thing you can do as a
1: For sure. backup
0: right? to a good back. Right. Like and a good – you know he can run the ball. You have before. So that was just kind of weird, I guess, that – they didn't use him enough or he wasn't getting his yards or but
1: for sure um the other thing is like uh i didn't lose any confidence because of this game
0: no with aaron Rodgers, it's blowout. 31 to 13 yeah
1: i mean it's an absolute blowout and the defense did their job mm-hmm. ag- and they didn't let the chiefs have their breakout game yeah the chiefs are afraid still of, broke
0: um yeah no one is scared of the chiefs right absolutely no one is scared of the right.
1: Chiefs. right um, so i just i i didn't lose any confidence yeah it sucks that we're gonna take this loss and it's gonna hurt us in the end probably for home field advantage number one seed but with it's rogers, a lot of season but left. with rogers in this game i mean it's an absolute blow yeah, i think
0: I, um, I would agree
1: so yeah i don't i don't know I've,
0: what can you do i mean it is i'd expect it is. A, i expected love to look a little better
1: i did too but it i is, mean he didn't have
0: it's not as bad as we're saying it is right it wasn't
1: wasn't but, horrible but it wasn't impressive and that it it would have been nice to see some sort of signs I like, mean
0: it's different if he knew he was starting a week. Sunday morning well, but and, he knew all week he was starting and
1: Devonte couldn't come back till Friday so okay. they had yeah. so there was a lot of miscommunication yeah. between him yeah, and Devonte yeah. and like if he would have been there all week of practice on yeah. Monday it's a it's totally different yeah. uh so it is what it is um moving on, I guess. Yeah. Cardinals 49ers, 31-17 cards, no Kyler, no no Nuke.
0: Yeah, what a great win for the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, Shanahan got embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And- I mean, he is a great coach, and it's just, I just, right now it's just not working for the 49ers yeah. for him, but I mean, as soon as he... Whatever, if they s- split ways, he's going to get a bunch of calls from pretty much every team. Right. Because, obviously, everyone, he's a great coach, but for the 49ers, it just doesn't seem like they have the right pieces or the right,
1: yeah, something, you know, just I like something's off. Something's off there.
0: But, yeah, great win for the Cardinals. I mean, they're...
1: Yeah. James I,
0: Connor went nuts. Yeah, absolutely nutty. nuts.
1: Absolutely nuts. Um yeah, that team is just a solid all But, like, the 49ers,
0: team. their D-line is supposed to be what makes them go. Yeah. And Connor just made them look silly. Well,
1: that and, like, you're playing Colt McCoy, not Kyler Murray. Like, they should have been able to get to him. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little interesting, I don't know, too.
0: Um, what was actually, I don't know, why was Kyler out of the game? I didn't.
1: I don't even. I honestly don't I know. I think he was, fuck, I actually don't know.
0: Yeah, same, I didn't know either. It's kind of like late, right?
1: Yeah, it's he was of, uh, like supposed to be like game time decision. I think he's got some sort of I think it's like ankle soreness okay. or something like so, something with his ankles a little off. or I
0: don't know. I mean, it must have been kind of serious if they're playing like an in indiv- division opponent, yeah, you know, right. But I honestly didn't know why he's or was they out.
1: just thought they could beat the shit out of wow. it. Or they just thought they could beat the shit out of the Cardinals, and without, they just knew they had the game plan or the to do it. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs>
0: which is crazy. Yeah, but. I
1: don't know. Uh, so then, Titans Rams, which is probably the biggest game of the week.
0: Yeah, there's
1: um, Titans one twenty eight to sixteen over the Rams. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure everybody was on the Rams, if I had to guess. I was on Titans. You were on the Titans. Okay. Well, that's only because. Well, it was the, it was the, okay, hold it was on. the thing
0: I was telling you about. I just got to do the opposite of what I think. Correct.
1: So you weren't necessarily <laughs> really on the Titans.
0: If I, I looked at the game, I said Rams. And I was like, but I'm doing this thing where I'm going to go opposite of what I think. So I was on the Titans.
1: Okay. Whatever you say. And it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Stanford. Or Stanford. Stafford didn't look that great. Uh, to start the game, especially, no, yeah. um, I don't know really what to say about this game. The Titans defense did their job. Yeah, they, uh, they stepped up big yeah, time. Yeah, they
0: can stop the D line for the Titans. Yeah, it was they were all it was over. an absolute clinic.
1: Yeah, they were all over them. Um, and I guess the Titans might be legit even yeah, without the their Titans enemy. are
0: just old school. Yeah, like Vrabel's a hell of a coach. Yeah. They'll just run the football, pass when you need to, complete when you have to. Tannehill's Hill's still not that impressive. But he's coming. But around. he gets the job done. Like he does all do. they need him to do. Um obviously Adrian Peterson's back there. He didn't look great, but he's gonna get a lot not better, but he'll run more effectively, I think. Correct. Yeah. Coming up. So I mean, as big of a loss as Derrick Henry is, I think they have the right system, the right people to make it a smooth transition as possible.
1: I'd have to agree with that. I mean it it obviously you don't ever want to lose Derrick Henry, but like in that offense, they'll be all right yeah. without
0: Yeah, But everyone was ex- expecting the Rams to put it come back at some point. Come back, come back. And yeah, Tennessee and they just, just... smothered
1: them. Yeah, just totally
0: smothered them. So great win for the Titans.
1: Yeah, and now they're. Clearly... And I'm still
0: not worried about the Rams. I'm not worried about the Rams either. It's just like, I mean, I maybe a little bit, but it's just like I know they can put up points. They have that great defense. They're going to add Von Miller. Yeah, they'll be all right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. just the nfc is so loaded like if the rams are in the afc like they're clear yeah they're clear cut my number one team in the afc yeah like it's not even close yeah and i would say the same about tampa and i would probably say the same about the packers and i might even say the same about the cardinals like realistically absolutely i think the top five teams in the league are in the nfc and maybe the bills are like four
0: but not after that loss. But not after the loss last yeah. week.
1: I mean they obviously are beatable, so it's it's just tough. Yep. Um But anyways, last game of the week is Monday night Bears Steelers. Twenty nine twenty seven Steelers and my god did the Bears get hosed.
0: Refs, refs, and some more refs.
1: Is that that's your notes? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh
0: my god. It's, it's so tough because, like, they're all bullshit. Like, it, there he was all. And I don't.
1: I don't like the Bears. It's just tough. But you got no, to I don't like the Bears bad. either.
0: But, holy, like, you watch the game, it's like it's blatant. Like,
1: yeah, it was clearly they wanted the Steelers to offsides win
0: Offsides on a uh, lineup, lined up offsides twice.
1: Yeah. The... It- I mean, there were the some ghost, simple mistakes, uh, taunting. but the taunting where the ref backed into yeah. him and threw, his, threw a hip jack to, <laughs> and then called the taunting on him. It's like, dude, come on.
0: Yeah, there's an all at the end of the game. But
1: And it's embarrassing for the NFL. It's a Monday night game. Everybody's watching. Like, how can you go out there? Like, if that happens in the tol- the Texans and the Dolphins game, nobody's saying a word no, about it. No, yeah, but... It. But it's Monday night, Bears-Steelers, yeah. and... Fields looked good. They Fields put up they put up twenty seven points. Like the Bears were kinda rolling. Like they looked yeah. really good against a good Steelers team. Like everyone's kinda like I wouldn't say everybody's pulling for the Bears, but like nobody wants to see like everybody wanted to see Justin Fields like actually kinda look good in a game yeah, and, he, and did he did in this game. Yeah.
0: He's throwing it downfield.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it was no, just he's, like he's gonna be good. And then they, the refs just stole the game down. Yeah. And that, that just sucks for any team. It doesn't matter who no, it is. No, yeah. You got any other NFL before we shift?
0: Uh, Just for the Steelers, Najee is going to be a beast yeah, for, um, for 10 for to 12 month. years. Yeah. He's a animal.
1: Yep, he sure is. And
0: then just, a, I can't listen to those Monday night announcers.
1: Oh, my God. They're so like I do, awful.
0: But it's just, like, so corny. It just feels like everything is so pressed. Yeah. I honestly don't listen. Well, I guess... I haven't... When I used to watch games, I would never even listen to the announcers. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just part of the game. And now in the last, like, probably two years, I actually, like, listen to what they're saying. And some of them are so shitty. Oh, yeah. Like, there's
1: so many bad and ones. And
0: just, like, the chemistry between those guys on Monday night is just brutal. brutal. Yep. And there's two guys trying to do the, um, like, the... Not play-by-play, the...
1: Like, after the play? Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: then the actual analysis. Yeah. It's just, like, they're... It's just... It's, it's not a good product it's by ESPN. Terri- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I don't really experience. care what the announcers say, but if it's like I listen to those guys, I'm just like, I gotta like mute this shit.
1: Well, just think about if like you're somebody that's trying to like watch football for the first time, like you're some like 15 year old kid and you're like trying to get into the NFL and you're like watching that. Yeah, and you're just like we. I do
0: like Steve Levy. Yeah, Levy. Levy. Yeah, like he's just a little corny sometimes, but I think he's good at his job. But right. It's not. It's like, it's not, not none right of them are group. bad at their job, but you mix them all together, it's just not the right combination. Right. Yep. That's the only other note I have from Monday night, and I think that every time I watch a Monday night football game, it's just like these announcers are like not good yeah. together. <laughs> uh, but yeah,
1: that's about all we got for the NFL. So, the answer to our trivia question: Josh Johnson played at the University of San Diego. Not San Diego State. Nope. University the of San Diego. And I didn't even know they had a football team. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I really had no idea that they even had a football team, so we were just like. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I literally didn't know there
0: was a San Diego college.
1: Yeah. And I
0: love college sports. but.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Wait, do we, what happened to Kyler?
1: Ankle. Oh, you said did? That
0: okay. Oh. You said maybe ankle. I
1: think it was his ankle. Okay. Yeah. Well, ankle. Okay. Confirmed. Confirmed. Sure. No, confirmed. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, moving on then, uh, fantasy bums and breakouts of the week. Uh, bums, I'll get it started this week. I got Jacoby Myers, uh, 1.8 points in a 24-6 to 6 win. Um, he's their leading pass catcher, and he caught one of four targets, and they won 24-6. to 6. So not that great. I know he hasn't really been putting up any crazy fantasy numbers, but I just thought it was interesting. If you're
0: someone's him. number one option,
1: one point eight is embarrassing. Yeah, especially in a twenty-four to six win. Agreed. You know, like you should, and he still can't find the end zone. So <laughs> yeah, that's another reason I mm-hmm. put it on there. Um, and then my second one was CD, mm-hmm. CD Lamb, four point three points, nine targets, two catches, twenty-three yards. Obviously not all that surprising since they got blown out. It was 30 to nothing at one point, but I'm just really surprised he wasn't involved in any of the garbage time stuff, um, especially because they kept all their starters in. Yep. They kept all their starters in for the last two drives um, that they scored points on, and he still didn't get involved. But nine targets, two catches is brutal.
0: Uh, My bums. uh, We just talked about it a little bit. Aaron Jones. um, He rushed 12 times, 53 yards. Uh, which I guess isn't horrible, but that's all he did all day. Fifty three yards rushing. Five point, three points.
1: And no uh, catches. No
0: catches. you think i I was expecting maybe three or four more rushes, maybe 16, 15, 16 attempts. Right. You know, it or leaves. maybe hitting a break against a, definitely the Chiefs D, maybe like a twenty yarder. Even he might not score. Right. But I feel like you should hit one of those holes. Right. Uh, so Aaron Jones is my first one, and then Jarvis Landry. Uh, no obj they won 41 they put up 41 points uh he had three catches for 11 yards 4.1 points yeah
1: again one of those another one of you're the. i know
0: trouble and crazy on the ground but it's just like you're the number one receiver yeah you are yeah
1: right like yeah he's he's fully
0: healthy he's good right it's just like
1: where is he yeah right like now he should be breaking out yeah with no OBJ, like he should add some a, a lot more yeah business. i
0: know the browns don't throw the ball but if they do throw the ball it's should tight end or it's a jarvis so it's Break. like
1: right uh so breakouts go ahead
0: uh my first one is james Conner, who we also talked about uh 21 rushes 96 yards on the ground two touchdowns mm-hmm. on the ground but also had five catches 77 yards and one touchdown yeah. um I didn't put the points on 40 here, but it was 40. 40, 40.
1: It was like 40.8 yeah. or some, something like that. Yep. So. I was going to put him on there, but I figured you were going to, obviously, since he's on your squad. Yes. So I
0: didn't. Thank you. Yeah, we yep. should really... I'm glad we didn't have the same people. Yeah. we didn't talk about it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of know who
1: you're going to say and who I'm going to say, so it's usually, right. it usually works okay. out, but, yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Um. Go ahead with your second.
0: Uh, my second one is Cordell Patterson. Um, I know he's the only receiver or wrestle is there as only well only
1: weapon really that they have yeah
0: but Other you know he's answer. not he has been doing well this year but six he caught had six catches on six attempts um 126 yards uh 19.6 fantasy points just a solid week uh caught everything that went his way and yeah had a good game
1: oh yeah. um so i had elijah moore 27.4 dude he went- on someone's bench yeah. That's he why a, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he was on a couple of people's benches. Yeah. I'm sure he was on a lot of people's benches, yeah, actually. Um,
0: for good reason.
1: Yeah, right. But uh, I think he's actually, I think last week or two weeks ago, he actually had a pretty good week, too. Um, I don't know. I wrote this on Monday. So I, I think I looked at that. Um, but obviously a huge game for him. Um, hold on. Let me just take a peek at this because I think he's had a couple good weeks in a row. Yeah, so he's had... The last three weeks, uh, ten points, thirteen points, and twenty-seven points. So he's starting to kind of find a yeah. groove there, where he's a playable option, I would say. So that's m- the main reason I threw him in there. Yeah. Obviously the two touchdowns, but eight targets and seven no, receptions. No, yeah, the
0: Jets have weapons. They like to, s- they can spread the ball around to and right. They got Crowder, Michael Carter. They have.
1: And keep in mind that was basically with their third string quarterback. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, I think Elijah Moore might be a playable option, especially at like a flex posi- position or maybe a wide re- three, receiver yep.
0: three. Just to just to add, whenever when we do this, I literally go through everyone's fantasy weeks. Last week, I'm sure you do the same. Just look who scored, and it was pretty tough to find a breakout. I mean, there's people with high points, but you expect them to high high points. Yep. There wasn't, and there was quite a few bums. A lot of them. Yeah, because no one really had a great week in fantasy. Yeah. like There's uh, obviously a couple of players there's going to be every week, but definitely in our leagues, I feel like it was a very down week for fantasy. Like 100 points was good this week. you know.
1: In one of my leagues, um, it's a bonus point league, so if you have a 40-yard touchdown, you get six extra points. So it's like basically scoring two touchdowns. Yeah. And I had the most points in the league with 130. It was like 133. I had the most points, and yeah. you get paid out each week for having the highest scoring team. So that was sick. I won 50 bucks, but it was only 133 <laughs> points or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's just like absurd. That's how bad um, players. It's were not this like week. there wasn't
0: high scoring games. Like people, the teams put up points, but right. it was just it, was like just no one, it out, yeah. Apparently, it was a weird, weird week in fantasy.
1: Um, and then my second one was Devonta Smith. He had 22.6 points, I believe, um, and this is kind of that game that you've been kind of looking for for a, from Devonte Smith. He's had a couple of them this year: uh, 19 in Week One, 19.2 in Week Four, um, and then 14.7 in Week Five. Um, but this is the first time he's cracked the 20-point mark. He had six targets, five catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. That's what you've been looking for if yeah. you took a chance on Devontae Smith. Absolutely. Um, so uh, that that's the main reason I put him on there is just because young dude coming out of Bama who is amazing at Alabama. Yes. Um, so, yeah, 22.6 for Devontae Smith to wrap up my um, breakouts of the week. So f- not finally, but co- almost to the end here. Um, we're going to bets of the week. Yeah. Or do you want to do games to watch for next week?
0: Um, let's do games do to watch quick.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so the first one I had was uh, Browns Patriots. Uh, I just know this game. Uh, just the Browns had a great game last week. The Patriots also coming off a game. Patriots are kind of rolling right now. Uh, I just want to see if the Patriots, you know, can continue the success um, against a not a great Browns team, but a good Browns team. You know, see if Patriots can really hold their own. Yeah, for so, sure. That was one game I had.
1: Um, I also had um, Rams-Niners. Uh, obviously, the Niners had a letdown last week against Cardinals. So did the Rams. So we'll see kind of what goes on in that game, yep. um, whether the Rams can bounce back or the Niners can kind of get back on track. That'll be Monday night, so it should be a good game, I would say. Do you have another one?
0: Yeah, um, the next one is Vikings-Chargers. Um, It's going to be a high-scoring affair, I think. Um, I do like the Vikings' chances uh, just because the Chargers, you know, that defense isn't great. Uh, But to kind of see if the Vikings are really bad or if the Chargers are as good as I think they are or as good as everyone thinks they are Mm -hmm. or can be, you know, it's a good test to see um, a struggling Minnesota team. um, Chargers trying to come up with a big win. You know, will right. see how it plays
1: out. Yep. I also had that one just because I think, again, like you said, it's a high-scoring game, it should be a high-scoring game, and Chargers need to start looking like the Chargers yeah. that everybody yeah. thinks so they are, and we'll the Vikings Minnesota... need to figure yep. it out. Um, yeah, that's it for me. You got any other ones?
0: Uh, Just w- one more. Um, I had Falcons in Dallas uh, just because Dallas absolutely needs to get back on track, and the Falcons, like we talked about, um, they can beat anyone. This could be a 30-point game. Right. In either direction, right. to be honest, like, and I just think some wacky, funky shit is gonna happen in this game at some point. Yeah, so I think sure. it's gonna be a close game. So yeah, it should be, be a good, good game. game, regardless. Yeah. I would think. But yeah, that was, those those are just some of the big big games this week. I think.
1: Yep, I'd agree. Uh, so bets of the week, then. Yes. I was four and all last week. I just want to say that. Yes. I was hot. Yes, I was two and two. So you're what now four and four and four on the week four and four on the year I think I think you split the first week and then oh, split yeah. the second we keep track week. yeah we should we'll, we'll start doing that for you guys just because um, I was one and three the first week I'm four and all this <laughs> week so big bounce back yep um, so I th- I think if I'm not mistaken you're four and four yeah and I that think would make me that f- sounds right make me five and three okay um, so my under of the week to start it off uh, is Seahawks-Packers at 49-and-a-half. I know Russ is probably going to be back this week, it sounds like, um, but I did just a little bit of research because I was kind of curious. I know that it's a little bit swayed because Russ has been out, mm-hmm. um, but the teams are combined 3-and-13 against the over. three thirteen and one against the over. Um, so they've hit the under in 13 out of 17 games yeah i think the
0: pat i yeah i'd like that pick i think the packers will roll i think we're gonna roll them
1: but i think our defense is gonna be the biggest key i think it's gonna
0: be i think the seahawks score 17
1: yeah yeah maybe yeah 24 17 maybe 31 yeah you know 14 or something like that um I just I don't see. I think that Packers defense is going to be yeah. a big key in this game, and I think once we get the once we get a lead early, which we should, yep, um, we'll r- start running the football. Yep, was we'll it forty nine and
0: a half? Forty nine and a half. Yeah. Just a side note, I'm debating this week: do I start Russ or Kirk Cousins against the Chargers?
1: Mm. I would probably start Kirk. Same. I yeah. think that's
0: what I'm going to do. Feel free just to give us your input, but yeah. Just because I don't know about Russ coming back against yeah. Packers, he'll well, probably yeah, throw I, two touchdowns. I, I'm just a, I,
1: the Packers' defenses look good. Like I actually think they're kind of a team that you kind of stay yeah, away from, was, and yeah. the Chargers, are not especially a team coming to, off injury, and the Chargers are not the team to yeah. stay away from. So
0: okay, that's a, I just wanted your input. Yeah, uh, my under uh, Tampa and Washington under 51 and a half.
1: I looked at that one too. I
0: think Tampa puts up. They're both coming off bye weeks, mm-hmm. which is something to note. But I think Tampa Rolls, I don't think Washington's offense is good. Right, they're terrible. That's, they're terrible. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, Bucks D is really good. 51.5 51 I think it goes under. I don't see the Washington football team scoring over 20, probably yeah. not even over 17. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. I, like 34 yeah. 17 would be f- the high. I mean, yeah. the the highest it would get. Yep. So that's my under. Yep. Okay. I feel that. Um so over Pat's Browns forty five.
0: Pat's Browns. Yeah, okay. Yep.
1: Yep. So I just I I didn't really write down much for this game other than just the fact that I like the number. I just I think like a twenty four twenty four game or something so you know, yeah obviously it wouldn't be twenty four twenty four but both these teams can easily score twenty four points. Um, the Browns kind of looked good last week. I think they might be able to run the ball against the Pats defense, even though the Pats defense is really good. I don't really like betting against the Pats in an over game, um, but I also think the Pats can score some points on the Browns defense. So um, it's just a lower number, I would say. So that's kind of why I went that route.
0: Yep. Uh, so my over, I have Saints and Titans over 44 and a half. Um, I just thought it was a pretty low number Um, Titans can't put up the points Uh, Saints put up points 25 last week Um, Probably not the same defense they're playing against the Titans But 44.5, I see the Titans scoring 31 And the Saints coming back, making it somewhat close Or having a couple good drives, a couple touchdowns Um, Just thought it was too low a number for those two type of teams
1: For sure uh, and then you got to remember the Titans' defense wasn't that great to start the season. Either. Yeah, like they've starting to kick it in. But yeah, they can I think definitely they I, I think letdown. they played
0: over as well as they could play against the Rams. I think they have a little bit of letdown
1: for sure. Uh, so dog of the week, um, I have the Eagles plus three against the Broncos. Um, I just think this is kind of an overreaction to the Broncos whipping on the Cowboys last week. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Eagles play hard every week. They obviously can do what they're supposed to. They can run the football. Um, obviously, the Broncos' defense is tough. They just pooped on the Cowboys. But like you just said, um, I definitely think that the Broncos might be in a letdown spot, kind of like the Titans are yep. here. And I just think that the Eagles have enough high-powered offense when they actually are grooving to get the job done against the Broncos.
0: Yep. Uh, so for my dog, i um this might be a little homer. I do like the Vikings plus three. Um, I would have loved it a lot more if it was three and a half. Yep. Uh, but Vikings plus three, um, they've been right there in every game. Um, the Chargers' D isn't great. I think this is a tied game. Going to the last drive, we kick a field goal. But it's going to be high scoring for sure. That's also another reason I think it's high scoring. Those high scoring games are always close. Yeah, it you know, seems so, well, Yeah. You know, i not... confident in that pick, but, you know. For sure. (laughs) What can you do?
1: Yeah, I really didn't like the slate this week. Yeah, let's just throw that out there. there. We both,
0: all these picks were very tough. I honestly, I'm pretty confident in one of them, but there are three, none of us, neither of us like the board. Yeah. Um, If you guys like the board, let us know what you're on, but, like, I didn't see anything that really stuck
1: out yeah yeah like there's a couple of teaser bets i'm interested in but like realistically like the straight up spreads and over-unders i didn't really like so yep um favorite of the week i have rams at 49ers i think this is a bounce back against a struggling 49ers team i know we talked about it it could be a good game um but i really just think that the rams are gonna have their bounce back and the niners just haven't looked that good so
0: uh for my favorite i'm just gonna. Not just I'm not gonna overthink it. Cardinals minus ten against the Panthers. I think Kyler comes back. Uh, they light it up on offense. Panthers have shown uh, that they're turnover prone. You know, Cardinal Z is really good. They get a couple turnovers. Um, I think the Cardinals beat the Panthers by more than ten. That's the only analysis I have. Um, I'm just gonna keep it simple. And, yep. You know,
1: don't hate that. Uh, so let's move on to the freest money of the week. So again, simple quick reminder um race to five whoever gets to five wins first um the other person has to pay for their bar tab on dart night on thursday nights
0: um, i'm i'm two
1: and all. Soy is two and all. i'm now one and one thanks a lot michigan state and thanks a lot michigan state i guess so <laughs> yeah um they won the first week for me didn't do so hot the second week so i'm now one and one uh jay and smooth you're safe um both of us aren't going five and all <laughs> so you won't have to pay for our tabs um but uh i guess i'll just give you mine right away uh T- tcu is playing at oklahoma state this week oklahoma state is 13 point favorites um and i'm gonna take oklahoma state on that um couple reasons here uh tcu is two six and one against the spread this year Oklahoma State is 7-2. I also think uh, Oklahoma State is simply a better football team by far than TCU. Um, TCU has been a 13-point dog once this year, didn't cover. Oklahoma State has been a a 13-point favorite once this year and covered. Um, So I did a little bit of research on this, but this is one of the lines that kind of stuck out to me before I did that. Um, Then looking at the numbers... I was like, this seems like a pretty good bet, so that's what I'm going with. Again, I really didn't like the college football slate all that much (laughs) either. Um, So it was kind of tough for me to find one, but this is what I'm going with. So uh, Oklahoma State against TCU, minus 13.
0: Okay. For mine, freest money um, is Mississippi State and Auburn over 50 points. Um, Both teams are turnover prone. Um, Maybe a couple scores there, maybe a pick six. Here or there, Um, I just think this is a classic SEC matchup. You see them all the time, 27-28, 31-27, just classic battle. Uh, Both teams can score the ball. Uh, Neither defense is great. It just seems like a low number, Uh, but Mississippi State, Auburn, over 50 points.
1: You know Auburn only scored three points last week, right? I don't care. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I need you to lose this week. I need to get back in this thing. Um, go next
0: football baby
1: yeah so that was our freest money of the week again uh two and all one and one for me so uh moving on to our top five and wrapping up the week we'll have the take of the week but let's start with the top five of the week uh, this week we are going with um a suggestion we had which was top five favorite athletes of all time yes um and so I don't know. Do you want to start at the top for this one, or do you want to go five first, like we always do? Let's go five. Okay. All right. You go ahead. Uh, just a so you note know,
0: before we get going. This is pretty tough. You know, it seems pretty easy. Name your top five athletes. Yeah, I agree. that's all time. But if you're really, for me, anyways, I have my top three were easy. Yeah. Very easy. I love the top three. You know, they're my favorite guys. I ripped them. But then it's just time. like the four, or five. It gets a little shaky because I, I lo- I like a lot of guys. But to put them in the top five, I also like, love. I also it's, love. It's way tough. Guys. Yeah, so it's it's tougher than you think. Yeah, you know, it seems easy. <laughs> they were top five athletes. Yeah, you know, but if you really dive deep into it, you really start thinking like, well, I really love this guy. I Really love this guy. But yeah. Put
1: yeah. So why don't um, this week we'll put a post out and you guys give us our top five athletes. That's a good um, idea. Just on, we'll we'll throw that out on Instagram, and you guys give us your top five, and maybe we'll talk about a couple yep. of them that we liked um, next week's podcast. So go ahead, okay. Um,
0: and just another note, um, mine are all uh, basketball and football uh, for me, anyways. Um, I don't really, I've never been around the game of baseball like that. I have, I do like baseball players, but to put them in the top five, golfers, everything. My stuff is college or basketball and football, so yep. that's what my five are. Uh, so number five for me um, is Wisconsin Badger Jonathan Taylor. Fair. I God do like it. I do like him in the NFL, but just the Wisconsin, when he was in when he's playing for the Badgers, it was absolutely unreal.
1: Yeah. Um, so for my fifth, um, I really talked about. <laughs> so this was like what, like he was saying, uh, it's really hard to pick, you know, four and five. Um, and I had a really hard time trying to decide between these two guys, and it was Jonathan Taylor and Melvin Gordon yeah. as uh, Badgers. And I actually went with Melvin, yep. just because I was at the Nebraska snow game where he went for four hundred eight. Yeah, that was the only deciding factor because I loved watching both of those guys run the football for Wisconsin. It was so fun to watch, but I, just because I was at that yeah. four hundred eight game. This got Melvin to my fifth spot.
0: And for me, to put JT there is just like when I was a freshman, he was a freshman. Right. So in college, you no, know, I like watch football, you know, obviously Badger football and college football. But then you, you kind of really understand when you get high school, college. So you kind of understand. That I watched him play for four years in badger uniform, and I watched pretty much every game because I was in college. Right, it's just like you saw the things he was doing, and he was absolutely unreal. Yeah, and so you it's pic- like you understand what he's doing out there and how crazy it is, and yeah, how special and you it to,
1: is. Yeah, try try to picture yourself in that jersey and be yeah. like, yeah, there's no chance I would yeah. even come close to doing the stuff yeah. that these guys do. Yeah, so, hundred yeah. percent. That that was another thing for me with like. Melvin and JT was a toss up because like I've been to so many Badger games, yeah. but like just because I was at that yeah. <laughs> game, it was like, I, I don't know how I can say was, it. Yeah. I that was
0: also was, debating on Melvin because yeah. I was also at that game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my fourth is Giannis. Just yeah. because I was at game six, I was at. You know some of the playoff games, and this dude is just such a good dude. He's so solid. Like I love everything about Giannis. Like yep. there's, you can't say a bad thing about the dude. Like he off the court, on the court, like he's just such a solid dude. Um, obviously, I think he's gonna slide up my rankings as as he progresses as an all time buck. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably never gonna leave the city of Milwaukee. All time NBA player. Yeah, all time NBA player. He's probably never gonna leave the city of Milwaukee. Um, so it's really tough. And even if
0: he does, I don't care. Right. I still fucking love him.
1: Yep. 100%. Like, doesn't 100%. matter. 100%. he goes just, to the Heat. Yeah. But He can't go to, to the Heat. <laughs> he can't go to the Heat, and I really would prefer he doesn't go to the yeah. Lakers. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> regardless, Giannis, just on the court, off the court, solid dude, love everything about him, so that's why he's my number four.
0: Yep. My number four is the hick from French Lick, Larry Bird um a day. lot of that is from my dad you know that was his favorite player but then you really start to dive into it and he literally is one of my favorite basketball players yeah i mean he could play in any era uh, i just think because he talked to the nba greats and like yeah larry was a killer like yeah. and you just watch his highlights it's absolutely unreal and <laughs> it, it's so sick um Dude was but yeah he's one of my favorite basketball players of all time um larry bird larry bird larry bird
1: uh number three go ahead
0: number three for me is uh adrian peterson uh just through all, been a vikings fan for a very long time uh just see him dominate out there uh watch him break off he had the potential to break off a 70 yard run every time he touched the football mm-hmm. and just he had so many electric plays did so much for the vikings and brought him so much success and uh yeah ap is my third favorite athlete
1: so I'm kind of on the same road that you are with AP at my three. Uh, it's just Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Watch him grow up. Love the dude. Love the gunslinger mentality. I love to see him not be afraid to take a hit. Every time he would go out there, he played with a broken thumb. Like he would net the dude just wanted to Absolute win. Absolute gamer. And he would win a football game or he'd lose a football game, but he'd go down swinging and he'd always go down swinging. And I just love that mentality that he had. It it, it's just like he knew he was gonna go out there and he was gonna throw the ball and if he they lost he'd get back up and he you know keep throwing it throw it again he could throw a pick six and then next play he'd throw an eighty yard (laughs) like it like it didn't phase him and he was like we're gonna either win this game because of me or we're gonna lose this game because of me and you can throw all the hate you want and I don't care you know so that that's that's three for me yep so my number two is Kobe 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 Bean Black Mamba, whatever you want to say, whatever nickname you want to use. Um, Kobe, I grew up loving the game of basketball, um, and I always – Kobe was always it for me. Um, it just – I've idolized Kobe since I can remember yep. watching sports. Um, when he passed, yeah, I was he has always miss.
0: been your favorite guy. Yeah. Always.
1: F- literally since the day I can remember. Like, he I, – I just loved Kobe. I, I just – Everything about Kobe, he's done so much for the game of basketball, for the world, Um, just everything, on the court, off the court, same thing as Giannis. Like, the dude is just a legend. He will always go down as a legend, and when he passed, like, it actually really hurt me. Yeah. Um, It hit home real hard. Yeah. And it just – so, number two, Kobe.
0: Kobe. Uh, Number two for me is uh, Giannis. Uh, Just because, to be honest, like, in middle school – like, I watched the Bucks, so they were bad. So I've been starting to become a Bucks fan. Well, I've been a Bucks fan, obviously, forever. But as soon as Giannis came aboard and the stuff he's done for Milwaukee, um, it doesn't even matter about the accolades, just the person he is. And just to watch him on the court is absolutely unbelievable every night. He does mm-hmm. crazy stuff, uh, especially bringing a championship home to Wisconsin, to Milwaukee, being there, uh, seeing his emotions. Uh, I just love what he's about, all of his stuff. Um no, he's a number, number two favorite athlete uh, just because, um, obviously, I'm a big, huge basketball guy, so just right. stuff he's able to do and everything he's about and what he stands for and just the way he carries himself. Um, Giannis is my number two. Yeah, so.
1: and that's another reason, like, I obviously, Kobe is so high on my list, too, is just, like, he devoted his life yeah. to the Lakers. Yeah. And, like, I don't see Giannis doing anything else. Like, yeah. he's, he is just, like, Giannis is just like Kobe in that respect, where mm-hmm. like he's gonna do everything he can to bring Milwaukee a championship, and Kobe did everything he could to bring yeah. the Lakers a championship.
0: And saying that, like I'm not a Bucks bandwagon fan, like I didn't just hop on the train like right. three years ago, right? But it's not like I watch every game,
1: right?
0: Uh, ten years ago,
1: right? That's, I, I I'm mean, not a bandwagon. I promise. If, I've if been a anybody, Bucks fan. But. If anybody really did that, like, props to you for <laughs> suffering <laughs> yeah. through ten years yeah. of not great basketball. Yeah. So. Uh, Number one. Number one for me? Yep. Do you know? Is it LeBron?
0: It is LeBron. Yeah, shocking. LeBron James, everyone. Uh, My favorite basketball player, we don't have to argue about it or anything like that, but I just think what he's done uh, for his whole career, the way he grew up, everything, all the pressure that's been put on him, uh, just to watch him play is amazing it's awesome every single time every single time no matter how old he is watching games from 10 years ago uh just stuff he was able to do stuff he's still being able to do uh winning championships that kind of stuff um he's just been my favorite basketball player of all time for
1: long as you can long time so yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) right i love lebron
1: um and then topping off my list is tiger tiger woods um it was a real toss-up here for me Uh, I know you said your top three were really easy. So were mine. It just was what order they were in. Yeah. And it was, it was really, really difficult for me to pick between Tiger and Kobe. Like if I could have, it would have been one, a one B Yeah. and in no order specifically. Um, just because like I've grown up on a golf course, like game of golf, like, yeah, I, I didn't play it that much, but like, I've always watched it and I never really got it. Um, until I was, you know, older, Um, But just to see his comeback was phenomenal. Like, it was one of the coolest moments of my life to see him win the Masters and to see, like, all the highlights of him, you know, hugging his dad. And now he gets to hug his son, Charlie, and to see Charlie playing golf. Like, it's just super cool, and it really brought, like, a perspective to life. Like, not everything is about sports, but, like, when when big things like that happen in sports, it's so cool to see. Um, So that's why Tiger fell into that one spot for me. And you could say the same about Kobe and his daughters. Like, Gigi, like, same thing. Like, he grew up being a basketball player, and that's all he cared about. And now, like, he transitioned to fatherhood and, like, loved her and watched her play the game and coached her. And, like, you know, so it's just like, again, it would be a 1A, 1B for me, not 2-1 and 2. Like, they are exactly on the same plateau as each other for That's why
0: I wish – 'Cause I started playing golf like legitimately played golf like four or five years now. Right. And just started following the game, watching by like four or five years, so it's I you know I never watch golf you is know, 10, way 15 more years electric than anybody else think. thinks it yeah. is like no, it's absolutely. So cool. Yeah.
1: Especially the big tournaments. Like if you're not a golf fan and like you're you've always kinda like you play golf or whatever yeah and you've never watched just start with watch watching golf. like watch golf just start with watching like the Ryder cup or you know the masters or yeah. the players or the open and
0: just just check it out on saturday and sunday yeah just like flip you- it on for 30 minutes and you're like damn
1: yeah especially late like saturday or yeah. late sunday just Put it on and just watch those guys yep. and like just imagine how hard the game of golf is when you're playing and just seeing these dudes just throw darts from, you know, 200 yards out. It's it's incredible. It's so electric yeah. and I love to see it. So
0: that was just a side note from golf. Yeah. But do you have any honorable mention? Probably JT and yeah, anyone J-
1: else? JT would be on there for sure. Um, I guess I really didn't think about honorable mentions. No, uh, I didn't. But I guess like guys said- that kd would be on there because i liked kd a lot when i was growing up he was like because kobe was getting older um and kd was like coming coming up up, so he would be on there probably for me um how about for you uh
0: just um this is pretty random but boston celtic rajon rondo (laughs) i don't know why but it's just like i was in middle school uh, when he was on the Celtics, yeah. and he was doing all the crazy stuff that no one's seen with the ball yeah. you know, I just kind of watched all his highlight tapes all the goddamn time yeah and just like the stuff he was able to do For in sure. his prime mm-hmm. now not so much but Boston Celtigrando was yeah I don't know he was like one of my favorite players to watch just because yeah and then another one was Chris Mullen I'm yeah. um, kind of an old school Shopping. guy, but you know if you know me, everyone <laughs> knows I love Chris Mullen. I love him. Whether don't ever play two K. Yeah, oh my, don't ever play classic two
1: K against Soy because if he gets Chris <laughs> Mullin it's game, he's one.
0: gonna have ninety. <laughs> but yeah, just because he was, you know, big lefty white dude. You know, just yeah, he's a player. I just love watching his game. I still watch his highlights. You know, I think he could really play. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I don't know what to mention.
1: But. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I would also like all, another random kind of like the boston Celt- celtics <laughs> just just boston celtics so, like
0: nothing before or after that
1: so i would say baylor rg3 he
0: was gross that dude was disgusting <laughs> he was to watch. Gross. and i really
1: really really wanted him to do well in the nfl yeah. and had he not got hurt i think he might have been like i think he definitely could have been what lamar was if he didn't get hurt absolutely yeah because he was tearing the he's probably
0: a better thrower of football than yeah lamar. i would agree
1: I would agree 100%. If he didn't get hurt and they didn't throw him back in that playoff game, like he could
0: have. RG3 is like the Olympic trials to sprint.
1: Yeah. Dude was a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's it for top five then? All yeah. right, so take of the week. So take of the week. Um, we have, I have, uh, Patriots make the playoffs. um I think that with their remaining schedule, they have a really good shot. So um, they have the Browns this week, the Falcons, Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills, Jags, Dolphins. I know that's a lot, but I'm going to break it down a little bit. So assuming they split with the Bills, which I think they could win one probably at home against the Bills, um, they should beat the Colts, the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Jags. Yes? Yes? Agree with that. Agreed. They might lose to the Browns, but I think they should beat them. So they would finish the season then around eleven and six, um, which in the trash AFC I think is going to get it done. Yep, should be good enough to make the playoffs. So I think my take of the week is going to be the Patriots make the playoffs.
0: Okay, uh, my take of the week um, again, stay in the AFC. I still think the Bills make the Super Bowl. Might um, not a, after last week. Um, But I still think the AFC isn't great. Uh, The Bills' schedule remaining is very doable, to say the least. Uh, I think they get rolling. Uh, I think they start to figure things out, and I still think they're uh, a problem in the AFC, and I think they will be. Josh Allen's going to figure it out. And all they need to do is play three good games, which they're very capable of doing. So I still think the Bills make the Super Bowl, just one, because I do st- still think they're very good but i also think no one in the afc has proved themselves correct that they're any better than the bills are right which so. is kind
1: of the same take that i had with pager it's like 11 and 6 should yeah. easily get you in the playoffs yeah. because there's nobody in the afc that has proved so. that they can do it every week so that's my take of the week all right and then to wrap up we're going to do questions of the week we're going to try to take at least one every week um but with longer shows we're going to try to keep it to one Um, So we had, again, a bunch of great questions and suggestions. So thank you guys again. Please keep sending them. We're going to try to get to a lot of them. Like last week, Adam sent us top five athletes of the week. We got to it this week. Yep. Um, So just keep sending them. It gives us stuff to talk about, especially on off days. So this week, um, the question was, what NBA rookies are you impressed with so far? Um, Who is over slash underrated in your mind? Uh, I haven't watched a ton of NBA games, so I'm kind of just going to let Soy take the wheel on this <laughs> yeah. one. Um, um,
0: so for me, obviously, I watch a lot of basketball. Uh, I've watched NBA a lot. Uh, so for rookie's standpoint, um, I think if you've been watching the NBA at all, you know that Scotty Barnes uh, from Toronto is absolutely lighting it up. Uh, he's a great player. Um, he might not score as many points, maybe 14, 15, but he absolutely fills up the stat sheet. Um, he's having tremendous year. Um, And then it's between him and the second guy I'm about to talk about, Evan Mobley. uh, Rookie of the year race right now. Um, I think it's those two and everyone else. Uh, But Evan Mobley has been playing great for the Cavs. He's points, rebounds, does everything they need him to do. Uh, I'd say Mobley is a little bit more shocking, I guess, because the Cavs play four centers. Right. And he's one of them, so for him to be able to put up numbers, uh, Cleveland might not win as many games, but, but you can tell Evan Mobley, you know, is going to be around for a very long time. He's going to be a really good player. Uh, one of the most shocking ones um, is Chris Dort. I believe that's how you say his last name, shooting guard for the Pacers. Uh, he's been lighting up. Uh, every time you click or check the box score, he's got 17, 18 points as a rookie. Um, I'm not exactly sure where he was drafted, uh, but I know – uh, just on Twitter and everything, he's definitely the biggest surprise. Um, Josh Giddy, um, another one, Oklahoma, point guard, shooting guard uh, from Australia. Uh, you look at him. Do you know who Josh Giddy is? Yeah. Yeah, he literally looks like a bum on the street. And he's going out uh, 10, 11 points a game, bunch of assists, uh, really knows what to do with the ball. Uh, Franz Wagner, uh, playing great for Orlando. Um, I think he's a really, really good player. And then the last one, Davion Mitchell, off night. Um, His game translates to the NBA. He's going to sit down. He's going to play as hard as he can every single night. And he's having a really, really good season. He's going to be really, really good for a long time. Uh, So I don't know if that answers the overrated, underrated. Um, I definitely think Franz Wagner and Josh Giddey are underrated. Um, Obviously, obviously Mobley was the second pick believe mm-hmm. maybe the no he was the third pick i'm always third pick scotty barnes with fourth pick uh but they're kind of exceeding expectations yeah right now yeah uh some guys for nba rookies that aren't having great years are getting hard time adjusted i'm um, not even that they're doing bad uh, but i think everyone expected a little more from jalen green
1: yeah uh, he's putting sure. up
0: 14 points a game uh, but it's a super um not efficient insufficient 14 points a game mm-hmm. uh on a Rebuilding Rockets team, right? Um, he is obviously just a rookie. You know, you can't put all the offensive load on him, but everyone's talking about, and he will be great. I'm not. Right. But right now he's a little underperforming. Jalen Suggs hasn't really figured out the NBA game quite yet. Um, He does what he can out there. Uh, Cole Anthony um, is having a great year, not a rookie for Orlando, but I think if he learns or they kind of tag off each other. right? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um same thing. And then Cade Cunningham hasn't played a bunch of games. He's only played uh four or five games, I think. Uh, but he's he'll be fine. He's catching up. Uh slow start for him. Uh but I think, you know I think that's about all um for my eyes, following basketball, that's about the only f- six, seven guys that I would expect it to be playing uh um, sufficient minutes right. this early in the season. For um sure. it'll be uh, nice look at at the end of the season, how they finish up. But just in these first couple weeks here, um, I think Mobley and Barnes are the two top rookies playing right now.
1: For sure. And
0: uh, both the Jalens, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs, they'll figure it out. But right now, it's just kind of a slow start for right.
1: them. For sure. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot with, like, you know, especially the biggest name, like, rookies that get drafted they don't they don't it's just
0: i think it's just too early to tell Uh, they're still figuring out their teams right figuring out coaches don't
1: even know what they want to do yet so you can't expect a rookie to come out and figure it out
0: yeah appreciate the question for sure
1: all right guys uh so that's a wrap i think right you got anything else no
0: that's it for week three for us yeah
1: that is it for week three thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen we'll be back thursday well this will release on thursday this week we'll be back on wednesday talking and release next thursday um again please pay attention to the instagram page that's where we try to do all of our uh listener interaction on we appreciate all the questions and all that stuff it gives us stuff to talk about um so thank you guys again and we'll see you next week
0: yep thank you guys for all the support we really really appreciate it thanks have a good week